This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. This is, terrific. this is just terrific. Terrific Tuesday. Let's get ready for showtime. Wake up, El Paso. Buzz Adams is back. Only on 95.5 The Cube. Thank you so much. Good morning and welcome, everybody. Welcome to our show for this Tuesday morning. For the next few hours, we'll be on the air. I want to give you a few ways to get in touch with us. If... You want to give a call and leave a message, call the deck line. Uh, it's a recorded line. You can call 24 hours a day. And that number is 844-805-NECK. That's 844-805-6325. To call us directly in the studios, that number is 915-910-4995. El Paso area code followed by 910-4995. And you can uh, shoot us an email. You should email me at buzz at klaq.com. We got the app chat open over on Facebook. There's some. There's a guy who runs like a, a Facebook fan chat. So you can go and check that out while the show's on. Just a lot of different options for you. Good morning, everybody, and uh, welcome to Tuesday. We've got a lot coming up on the show today. Pumpkin Spice is back at Starbucks starting today. And I didn't get a response one way or the other on that. Anybody? <laughs> it's a little early. Are you looking to me? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. First of all, early. do you even like the pumpkin spice drinks? Yeah, you know, I'm a fan of the pumpkin cream cold brew. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's really good. That one's good. Nice treat. More of a dessert, I would say, than a... <laughs> right. Coffee. Closer <laughs> to a milkshake than a coffee. But delicious nonetheless. Joe and I've never... Or I can't remember what's your position on the uh, pumpkin uh-huh. spice lattes. Love it. I do love it. As a treat, a seasonal treat, you yeah. know? Yeah. Once a year. Right. But I'm still sweating up a storm oh, over here. Still pretty and hot. so I'm like, do I want it now? It's so hot. Well, can't you get the iced one? Yeah, but I mean, if you're going to go pumpkin spice, you got to go the hot version. Speaking of seasonal treats, just a few moments ago, mm-hmm. Trans-Siberian Orchestra posted their concert tour dates for this Christmas. <gasps> and uh, I haven't looked on it. You know, we we pretty consistently, El Paso and, or Las Cruces are on the tour schedule, so I will check into that fi- a little bit later <laughs> and find out if we've got uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra coming to El Paso or Las Cruces this year. All right, let's go around the room. Let's talk about uh, what we're working on today, and let's start it with Entertainment News. Joanna Barba is going to bring us Hollywood Entertainment News Coming up later this morning, Joanna, what are we working on? Oh, Manifest fans, season four is going to be landing at Netflix sooner than you think. That's going to be part one of the final season. And I'll let you know when it finally returns to Netflix. I can't believe that show's still going on. <laughs> Did they ever figure out what the hell happened from the first season? Um, No, I don't think Did so. You get, did you get into watching Manifest? I did, yeah. Hmm. How about La Brea? Did that get renewed? 
No, I don't think so. <laughs> you were watching that, weren't you? Yeah, but I gave up after a few episodes. Yeah. Right. Did it end? No, I think they're coming back for another season. Oh, That's okay. Th- my understanding, anyway. And it wasn't good? <sighs> I mean, it was good enough that it kind of made me stick around to see if it was going to be good. You know what uh-huh. I mean? <laughs> uh-huh. uh, somehow oh a hole... Oh, my God, yeah. It's going to come back for season two. A hole opens up in L.A. and a bunch of people... Oh. Are right. sunk into like ten thousand like years ago somehow, which is, yeah. if you'll remember from Saturday morning, uh, that was the basic plot of Land of the Lost. Was they were uh, yeah. they got sucked down <laughs> yeah. into the Land of the Lost, right? They don't have chakas or sleeve stacks yet, but <laughs> they may have them before too long. Um, all right, thank you, Joanna. We'll get to entertainment no. news coming up later. Megan McCormick has our news headlines on the way. What's the latest, Megan? Good morning, Buzz. Well, El Paso Fire says two train cars derailed and damaged a backyard shed, fence, and a gas meter during last night's fatal derailment. Now, there's there was wait, one wait, somebody fatality. Passed, somebody died. Yes, there was one Got death. Uh, as of now, um, the police mobile command unit is on scene, um, but this is happening on Barton Street in the Lower Valley, and it has left one person dead. A, a horrible train derailment that happened Are they last in night. The the deceased person. Is a an employee of the train or one of the people that lived in? Did it derail into a house? Yeah, a backyard shed. Okay, um, and it, and it ran into a gas line. So it said the damaged gas line has been shut down, and fifty residents are allowed back into their homes. But again, this happened last night. There's no confirmation on who who it was. The fatality that, that was died, but, but one person was dead. Yeah. Okay, uh, we'll get more on that story coming up a little bit later, but just. Uh, to make a note of it here, the El Paso District Attorney's office no longer the only train wreck in town. Oh. <laughs> Good one, Buzz. The Dallas Cowboys open the 2022 season at home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and our broadcast starts with the pregame show at 5. So that's a week from Sunday that the Cowboys get underway with their season. During the game, uh, and all season long, uh, we've got our regular programming on the KLAQ mobile app, Loudwire Nights. Uh, we'll run, and, you know, the Cowboys are going to probably have a Monday night game. They're probably going to have a Thursday night game. So we're going to make accommodations for people who would rather listen to rock than listen to the Cowboys. Cowboys football on KLAQ is brought to you by Miller Lite, Comfort Zone Heating and Cooling, and Speaking Rock Entertainment Center. All right. I have, uh, let's see what else I have. Well, I've got the Mosho calendar on the way this morning. So we're going to get a look at that. Let me find out what else is happening. I wrote an article. I don't know if it's going to go up today or not, but I think I'm going to stop eating at restaurants if they can't bring you a menu (laughs) made out of paper or plastic. Like if it's only a digital menu that's on your table. And you got to do that QR code thing. Yeah. Which I kind of hate it too. Normally what I do is I say, oh, I I didn't bring my phone with me. And they're like, oh, okay, I'll go in the back and get your menu. But the other day I went someplace and they were like, we don't even have menus. Well, that's... Did they look at you like, oh, did you just ask for a menu? Kind of. Right. But I told them, I 
I don't have a phone with me, which uh-huh. was a lie. <laughs> I had a phone. I just didn't want to scan the QR code. Right. But I think that's going to be one of those things that's a strike against. And now that I know that, I might be less inclined to go to a restaurant. If they don't bring you, if, especially if they give you a little pushback on the menu request. Or just like, oh, we right. got rid of our menu. Well, no, you haven't. I know you have to have a menu back there. So. Yeah, you'd think, right? It's like uh, gas stations that don't print out your receipt when they say they're going to. Like, I make a mental note of that. It's yeah. like, I'm going to go to your competitor. Yeah, yeah. Refill that receipt roll, man. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know if this is the same, but if I specifically say, like, no meat, no chicken, and they still bring the nachos out with chicken. With chicken and meat on it. And then they charge me for it. Oh, my. Never. I'm going to write that down. And kind of four to 5% off your tip. Do they ever comp it? Oh, that's my mistake. If you comp it, then I give you extra tip, right? You know, then that's oh sure. But if if it's if you're trying to be sneaky with me, Joanna, you got anything else like that? Like if a place does something, not the quality of the let's say the food or the service or whatever, but if it's just something that irritates you, are you less likely to go there in the future? The menu thing, dude. I hate it. Yeah. Oh, one more. Oh, paper straws. Oh, <laughs> right. Those are the worst. Not interested in that. I mean, give me a real straw. Give me a- I'm like, thank you for trying to save turtles, but this or is not going to Old work school, for me. just put it right in the mouth. Ma- put it right in your mouth. I don't need Good a straw. Point. Yeah. Certainly don't need some cardboard with my iced tea. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then it tastes like cardboard. Yeah. Ugh. I don't use straws because my grandfather used to say straws were for people in the hospital. And he was like this tough old oh, cowboy yeah. dude. I remember you mentioned yeah. that one. So always I was like, oh, it's a sign of weakness. All right, we've got a lot of ground to cover. We've got a lot of things that we're going to get to today. And uh, let's get things started. Don't forget that today is Tuesday. That means it's always Taco Tuesday Mm. around here. Tacos are the best food that I've tried. When the meat is ground and the beans refried In a soft or crunchy shell I think it's my favorite food. They taste so good. Tacos more than burgers or Chinese. I love them with lettuce and shredded cheese. I love Taco Supreme. They come with sour cream inside a shell. Good as hell. 
show that's live and local. We have today in sound clips on the way our first look at news this morning. Let me uh, give you a look at the weather. We got some rain in the forecast, possibility anyway. Uh, but tomorrow more than today. So today looking at 20, 25% chance of rain, sunshine mostly, but a stray shower or thunderstorm is possible. Look for winds to be, or excuse me, the high to be around 90 degrees. Overnight, we're going to see a lingering 15% chance of rain, a stray shower, thunderstorm possible overnight. And then tomorrow, looking for a 40 to 50% chance of rain. Oof. And to start off partly cloudy tomorrow morning, scattered thunderstorms developing in the afternoon. And tomorrow's high is going to be 84 chance of rain, 40 to 50% for Wednesday. El Paso weather and the golfer's forecast is brought to you by Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. Remember, you can set up all your tee times and reservations online at PaintedDunes.com. That's PaintedDunes.com. Or call them at 821-2122 for Painted Dunes. And now, today in Sound Clips. All of the day's news with sound bites and actualities. We're going to start with, uh, speaking of rain, uh, residents in Mississippi's capital city of Jackson first slammed with rain and flooding. Uh, the people of Jackson, Mississippi, are now without safe running water. That announcement came yesterday from Governor Tate Reeves, who declared an emergency in the area due to falling infrastructure. Um, so the governor is telling residents that it's not safe to drink the water. Uh, according to the National Weather Service, the Pearl River crested at about 35.4 feet yesterday, just, just short of a major flood stage level. But uh, the water situation, first of all, the water situation was there was too much of it coming out of the sky, <laughs> then there was too much of it on the ground. And now it's you can't drink the water. Dirty. You're right. You don't. You, they can't vouch for the quality of the uh, water supply. This Jackson, Mississippi resident talks about the situation in the city. We're told don't wash your hair with the water. Don't brush your teeth with the water. And Jackson Mayor Chokwe Lamumba said the city avoided flooding issues for the most part. In terms of water actually entering in uh, homes, we were blessed uh, that that came below projections, and so we're fortunate for that. And Mayor Lamumba explains why the water system is being challenged. Because the river is higher than what it normally is in terms of our surface water treatment facility, bad water is coming into our system, and it's messing with chemical composition of how they treat water. All right. A hearing on uh, the former president, Donald Trump's special master request, is set for Thursday. Uh, I don't know if you guys had heard this clip, but uh, Senator Lindsey Graham uh, over the weekend predicted riots if the, if, they just, if the Justice Department decides to prosecute Donald Trump for the classified documents. And a lot of people are saying, oh, okay, we know what you're doing here. This is kind of you're calling for violence. Uh, let me play what Lindsey Graham had to say over the weekend and maybe get some feedback. Bottom line is there will be a lot of upset people if there is an effort to charge President Trump with a crime of mishandling classified information after what happened to Hillary Clinton. 
I think he's right. There will be a lot of upset people. I mean, what, what did they have? A couple dozen people outside Mar-a-Lago as they were yeah. conducting the raid? I guess so. Yeah. But it's and probably people will go out and demonstrate and hopefully it doesn't get out of line. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's you, you can go out and peacefully protest. Hopefully, think, it, hopefully it doesn't go further than that, but of course. You I think Lindsey Graham used the word riot. Let me hear it. Again. Bottom line is there will be a lot of upset people if there's an effort to charge President Trump with the crime of mishandling classified information after what happened to Hillary Clinton. Okay. Maybe he didn't use the word riot then, but he said there are going to be a lot of upset people. Um, uh, sure, yeah, a lot of people are going to get upset. Somebody broke the law, they ought to have to answer for it, though, yeah. whether, it up, whether it hurts your feelings or not. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I don't know what... I haven't seen... Uh, you know, we're not going to specifically see what are in the documents. I'm sure if they're, if they're national security, uh, you know, if there's a if there's a threat of that in them. But I don't really have enough information to make really a judgment on it yet. So uh, I guess Lindsey Graham does. I don't know. Here's another uh, story from the White House. President Biden will be talking about his Safe America program in Pennsylvania today while in Wilkes Bar. Or Wilkes-Barre. I never know how that's... It's like I've only seen that written out. Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre said that the president will tout the proposed federal funding to add more cops to places in need. And you might recognize that as exactly the opposite of defund the police. So uh, here is the White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre. The answer isn't to defund the police, it's to fund the police. Uh, he will highlight how his plan would invest 100 more cops for effective, accountable community policing that builds public trust. Hmm. All right. Did anyone think the whole defund the police was ever a good... I, uh, no, I think it was... Path to walk down. Even, even The sentiment behind it, even disregard that. I mean, defund defund the police is, was never really a a good line in my my opinion uh yeah idea, because really. but i think only people on the fringe really thought oh we should actually defund the police and i think there were some other people who they would maybe the chant is defund the police but what but they really meant is fund the police is what <laughs> she just said okay yeah. <laughs> Another day. Serena Williams. Has Serena used the word retire? It seems like she's trying to avoid the word retire. She's. This is could have been her possible last singles today at the U.S. Open. Could be, but she. But she won. She doesn't. Yeah, right. So she'll play again. Last night could have been Serena Williams' last professional tennis match. So a lot of famous people and a lot of international celebrities and her family came to watch Serena at the U.S. Open. But she won, so it's not going to be her last uh, last tennis match. It sounds like she just won a championship. This was the first round of the U.S. Open, and she went and listened to the response. (laughs) 
A dance and a smile at the end, and we'll see the twirl now. No swan song this evening in Arthur Ashe Stadium. Uh, Serena had on a custom outfit that included diamond-encrusted Nikes. Those sound heavy. If you had diamonds in your Nikes, it seems like it might slow you down a step. Uh, many celebrities in the stand, including Anthony Anderson, Hugh Jackman was there, Queen Latifah, Matt Damon, Spike Lee, Lindsey Vaughn, Mike Tyson, Katie Couric, Vera Wang, and Bill Clinton were all Bill. there to watch uh, Serena in action yesterday. And after her U.S. Open uh Game one victory, Serena said that it's been a hard decision to walk away from tennis. I think uh, when you're passionate about something and you love something so much, it's um, it's always hard to like walk away. Sometimes I think it's harder to walk away than to not. Um, and that's been the case for me. And so I've been trying to decide for a little while what to do. Yeah, I've, I've heard her talk about it a lot, but she really doesn't want to say the word retire it's mm-hmm. more like when i assume my new form <laughs> <laughs> and uh finally i had one other uh clip i was going to share with you but looks like i might not be able to find it oh here you go it's just a bunch of uh news anchors talking about the fact that the pumpkin spice latte returns to your local starbucks this is the 19th year that the pumpkin spice latte has been in our lives does it seem like it's been that long that we've had this obsession with with pumpkin spice gosh it does feel like it's been forever but maybe it's it hasn't been that long 20 19 years 19 yeah i think maybe it was it didn't really explode into the public consciousness until a few years in. Yeah, until you could start posting it on Instagram and it'd be like, oh, I got my PSL. Oh, yeah. Definitely have I guess your social, your social meds were a <laughs> big deal. Yeah, were a big Fa- deal. Facebook back then, I don't even know if Instagram was around. It was just Facebook. You remember MySpace. you had to write on people's walls? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, welcome back to the Pumpkin Spice Latte right. to your local Starbucks. Here are a bunch of reporters and anchors around the country. Pumpkin Spice Latte. This is a whole season and a cup of coffee. That one sent me to the moon. You know, I'm waiting for the pumpkin latte. That pumpkin spice latte or PSL. Uh, and the pumpkin spice latte, have you had it? Holy cow. All right. Let's take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to have the <laughs> Mojo calendar, daily almanac of events, and more on the way right after this. Hi, it's Veronica Gonzalez. 95.5 KLAQ. It's Hunger Strike from Temple of the Dog on the Buzz Adams Morning Show. We're going to get a look at the Mojo calendar and daily almanac of events coming up here in just a few minutes. Uh, Megan's going to have the news later. And I'm reading from the newspaper today that... I guess El Paso is now sending buses with migrants out of Texas, which has been part of uh, Governor Abbott's plan to send recently arrived migrants to places like Washington, D.C. and Dallas. Uh, So here's how the story reads. Story by Lauren Villagran in the El Paso Times. A state-funded bus transporting migrants was scheduled to leave for Chicago on Monday. As El Paso, for the first time, accepted the Texas governor's offer to move migrants from border cities to destinations out of the state. This is the first time I've heard 
Chicago come up in the mix, right? They first focused on Washington, Washington D.C. and then New York, New York City. Uh, the busing program, which began in April, is part of Governor Greg Abbott's controversial Operation Lone Star, designed to foist the humanitarian needs of recent migrants onto communities far from the border. And to underscore Abbott's complaint that the Biden administration needs to do more to limit immigration. Uh, let's see. El Paso Deputy City Manager Mario Diagostino said in an emailed statement that the Office of Emergency Management has provided transportation that can be reimbursed by the Federal Emergency Management Agency is working this week with the state to augment those efforts. U.S. Representative Veronica Escobar said the governor deployed his transportation assistance strategy maliciously. So I guess there are going to be buses uh, heading out of El Paso to points beyond somewhere in the United States. Let's talk about some of the concerts that are coming up in El Paso because now we're just a you know week and a half away from some of the big ones. Uh, we've got Iron Maiden at the Don Haskins Center. That is a week from Sunday, Sunday, September the 11th, the same day that the Cowboys have their first uh, regular season game. Also, the West Texas Sunshine and Whiskey Festival featuring Trapped. That's going to happen Saturday, September 17th at Ascarity Park. And the Trinity of Terror Tour. Uh, that's Halloween night. Joanna's very excited for this. Yeah! Ice Nine Kills is going to be part of the show. Mm -hmm. Black Veil Brides. Mm -hmm. Motionless and White. And special guest Atreyu. All four bands playing the El Paso County Coliseum on the night of Halloween, October oh, nice. 31st. Uh, Scorpions at the Don Haskins Center, September 19th. Lamb of God, Killswitch Engage, and others coming Sunday, October the 16th to the Don Haskins Center. Uh, Dorothy, who's got a great song. I got One of these days, I got to pull this out for you. It's, one of the, it's the new song by Dorothy that... We've put, oh, okay. We're playing on the air. It's just, that is just a, it slaps. Oh, it slaps. <laughs> oh. It slaps. Oh, my God. I almost fell over when you said that. <laughs> Dorothy's going to be at the Rock House October the 4th. Uh, Pussifer, Abraham Chavez Theater, October 21st. And Greta Van Fleet, November 8th at the Don Haskins Center. Keep tuned to win tickets. We might... Sometimes that back pass, backstage passes. Sometimes you get to meet the band. Yeah. Just keep listening to KLAQ to find out everything that we have in store for the great autumn concert season ahead of us. All right, let's take a look at the Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events and find out what's happening today. Today is International Whale Shark Day. What's that? Is that like if a whale and a shark hook up? They have a whale shark together? Interesting. A whale shark. Is oh. that a... a like an orca? I'm just going to Google that. <laughs> yeah, find out what a whale shark is. Huh. It's got some freckles. <laughs> it does. Big, wide mouth. Okay, does it come from a whale boating a shark or vice versa? <laughs> <laughs> is that how they come into the world? I would, I would assume. Today is National Beach Day and National Toasted Marshmallow Day. 
right. is also today. Very specific. <laughs> yeah, a little on the specific side. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Birthdays today include uh, retired tennis star Andy Roddick, who's 40 today. Cameron Diaz turns 50. And actor Michael Chiklis, who played Detective Mackey on The Shield, is 59 today. Also, comedian Louis Black is having a birthday today. He's 74. And one of the richest men in the world, Warren Buffett, turns 92 today. Warren Buffett, the sixth richest person in the world. His net worth is $118 billion. Think about that. If you had a billion dollars, you could just spend the rest of your life just spending it. Not even responsibly. You could just spend it irresponsibly, and Mm -hmm. you'd never run out. Mm -hmm. Warren Buffett could give me that billion dollars, and he would still have $117 billion left. So, Warren, come on. Focus. And then, Buzz, you could give me one million, Joanna a million. If I got a billion, easily. I'd be passing out one millions as tips. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, the pool guy did an extra good job. Boom. Here's a million dollar tip. I love how it says Mr. Buffett wants the government to tax him more. Does he know he can give, he can, he can donate them. He can give the money away. He can donate it. Yeah. He doesn't need to be taxed to well, I think give money to the government. A few years back when the Occupy Wall Street was going on, one of the things Warren Buffett said was that his receptionist pays less in taxes than he does. And Less I'm like, or more, or more. Pl- pays more. Yeah, yeah. The receptionist pays more in taxes than he does. That yeah, that's a very crucial distinction. <laughs> and I think the point was supposed to be the government needs to raise taxes on people like yeah. like Mr. Buffett. But my takeaway was pay your receptionist more. You've got 118 billion dollars. Right? <laughs> pay her more. So give her a raise. There you go. Um. Number six in the world on the uh, richest person list, Elon Musk is number one with $219 billion. Jeff Bezos is number two with $171 billion. But happy birthday to Warren Buffett, 92 years old today. And as we mentioned, the uh, Starbucks pumpkin spice lattes return. I'll have some more facts about them coming up a bit later, but... I think we're going to jump off of the calendar on this one. Today is Pumpkin Spice Latte's return to Starbucks Day. Can I take your order? Yeah, uh, I'd like 50 grams of sugar, 14 grams of fat, 50 grams of carbs, some caffeine, um, salt, diglycerides, and a little pumpkin puree, please. One pumpkin latte, please yep. pull forward. There you go. <laughs> I don't know how to break it to uh, Lisa and Nico, but the new Game of Thrones show uh-huh. is boring. It it's bores boring me. you? It's, yes, they're always well, either having a council meeting or they're walking through the garden and talking or they're walking through a different garden and talking. <laughs> and it's just like, man, fantasy world political negotiations, if that's your thing. And you like it to see a dragon once every episode. House of the Dragons is for you. Well, there's only two episodes, isn't yeah, there? I know, but it needs to... Something needs, needs to, to Something needs to fire up. Yeah, that's right. 
All right, let's take a break. We're going to come back in just a few minutes. Entertainment news with Joanna Barba on the way. And more of the Buzz Adams Morning Shows coming up right after this. The local guys. The morning show that's live and local. They stay local. Hey, we don't pipe this crap in from out of town. What I live. I've got the concert tour dates for Trans-Siberian Orchestra. They've just announced their Ghost of Christmas Eve 2022 tour dates. Really? Trans-Siberian does, you know, kind of like the rock and oh, version. I know. Of, oh, you know who you know it who Trans-Siberian is? Slaps. Yeah, it slaps. <laughs> slaps hard. Big fan, big fan of the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Usually they do a show either in El Paso or Las Cruces, but guess what? None the, this year? No, I don't think so. Oh, no. Where's the uh, closest to us, do you okay, think? Okay, there are a few. There's a Phoenix uh, date looking okay. at the beginning of uh, December. So if you want to know where where they are coming, yep, Phoenix, Arizona is like 400 miles away. So that's uh, got to be December the 4th at the Footprint Center. They got a show the 7th in Austin, Texas, Oklahoma City on December the 8th, and I thought they had a Dallas. Yeah, it looks like the Dallas and Houston shows are going to be after Christmas. Dallas, December 28th at the American Airlines Center, and Houston, December 29th, and San Antonio on December the 30th. Now, if you're looking at that schedule, you'll sometimes you'll see that sometimes they have more than one show scheduled in different places on the same day. That's because they have two touring companies. Oh, so they've I got see. yeah, they've got like the East mm-hmm. Coast, East of the Mississippi and West of the Mississippi type of breakdown. But unless I'm overlooking it here, I don't see I don't see El Paso or Las Cruces or even Albuquerque for that matter. All right, looks like Phoenix is going to be the closest uh, geographically to El Paso. We're going to get into uh, entertainment news. Joanna is going to bring us all the entertainment news coming up here in just a few minutes. I want to tell you about a new series uh, tonight, FX on Hulu. It's called The Patient. Steve Carell. Oh, my God, looks so good. You've seen the promos for it then, I guess. Yeah. Steve Carell is a therapist held prisoner by one of his patients, a serial killer played by Domhnall Gleeson, who wants his help to keep him from killing again. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. He's going in the right direction, you know, kidnapping his therapist, <laughs> chaining him to a wall. Well, but at least he didn't kill him, so progress. <laughs> <laughs> right. Tonight on NBC at 7 o'clock, America's Got Talent. And over on Nat Geo, the Americans, America's National Parks continues with your narrator, Garth Brooks. And on tonight's episode, they're looking at Yosemite or <laughs> Yosemite. Yosemite. There you go. I was trying to remember how. As the old patriots called it back in the day. Yosemite. Yosemite. <laughs> <laughs> Ozzy and Sharon are leaving the United States, and the reason they give is because things have gotten too polarized. We talked a little bit about this and got a lot of comments about it, too. So CNN on Sunday did a farewell to a producer that had been working at their offices 
for over a decade, and he was originally from the UK. And in the farewell, they said that he was leaving because he sent his wife and family back to the UK. The reason being, their kids are now in school, and he, it's too much of a concern about gun violence in the United States. Is the reason this guy gave for going back to the no, UK? No, he said he said mass shooting. Mass shooting. He, he didn't say gun violence. He said mass shooting. Well, specifically, I think he said school shootings. Like they right. I think they started getting really nervous when their kids got to school age. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, America, this is what happens with all of our bickering. We've lost Ozzy and Sharon Osbourne. I mean, it's kind of uh, like it's kind of like when you uh, when you when you announce that you're leaving Instagram or Facebook. It's like, eh, you can just do it. You could just <laughs> do it, right? Yeah. Well, they they had previously announced that they're moving back to the UK, and I guess they were doing an interview, and the interviewer. Asked for some more details, which is why they went into it. Okay, Buzz. And, all right. And, and Sharon said, <laughs> Sharon said, America has changed so drastically. <laughs> it isn't the United States of America at all. Nothing's united about it. It's a very weird place to live right now. <laughs> okay. That's Buzz. what Sharon said. That was good. On. Did she get fired from um, the View? Not the View. The, view the, talk. the talk. The talk. Jesus. Yeah, so she's already... For some anti-Meghan Markle sentiment? Was that what was it was it Megan, about? Was it an anti-Meghan Markle? I think it was Markle? like racist, or they said she was racist. Uh, do you want to hear what Ozzy said? <laughs> yes, please. And, and you want to hear it in the... Like, Hell yeah, you know it. Everything ridiculous here. I'm fed up with people getting killed every day. God knows how many people have been shot in school shootings. It's f***ing crazy, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's taking me Love back. Any- it's taking me back to the, the Ozzy Osbourne show. Remember their their uh, reality sure. show? Hell oh, yeah. yeah. Remember the original reality show? When they threw the... When they threw the baked ham over the over wall. The, <laughs> over the wall, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. <laughs> Christina Aguilera lives in that house now, I think. Or no. Stop. Uh, no. Um, Kelly had like such a big problem what, with Christina Aguilera. One time. I think she might. Yeah, I can't remember. One time I was with my girlfriend and the show was at the height of his popularity and we were, uh, we were in the neighborhood. We were around. Bel Air, I think, is mm-hmm. where they live. Mm-hmm. But my girlfriend's like, "Do you want to go see where Ozzy's house?" I'm like, "Not, not really." She's like, "It's only a block away." I'm like, "Fine, let's go see Ozzy's house." Well, when we pulled up, there's like this stream of cars of people passing by or getting out and taking pictures in front of the house and stuff. So it seemed like that was an all day, every day thing that was going on. Speaking of uh, Meghan Markle, side note, I wrote, I read that cut article yesterday. I read it for everyone, so you don't need to read it. Was okay. she spilling the tea on the royals? It was a weird article. I mean, it was. I don't know. You can't. You couldn't really tell if the if if the, the person who was writing it was like shading her or. Oh wait, so she didn't. She, it was. She, it, it was an, an article she wrote. It no, was an it was interview. a cut, and it was an interview. And yes, yeah, she opened up. She she really, you know, kind of let some things hang out about the royal family. And what were some of the highlights? Harry came in and and was talking about their house, and he was he was complaining about the pipes. Their house in the U.S. or their house back <laughs> in Montecito. The, okay. 
That was interesting. Another interesting part was, um, well, I don't know. You know, it really wasn't. It was just weird. Like, it was a weird article. It was either genius or... Is anybody surprised that Meghan Markle said that she experienced some amount of racism interacting with her extended family? No, no. No, right. Because these are people who've been doing things the same way for like 500 years. Yeah. And all that time, they thought they're better than everybody. Right? Yeah, yeah. No. Everything I mean, about them is, is special. So when somebody comes in, it, I'd be, I'd have been shocked if Meghan Markle said, "Oh no, I didn't get." She yeah, said, I mean, it's an institution that is. And listen, I read the book that was written in the UK, and it's not really racist. I, you know, the UK they're they're just a little bit behind the rope as far as. You mean Being you think raci- they like, have a more racist attitude toward Meghan Markle than we do in the U.S.? Well, if you read the book that was written about <laughs> Meghan Markle that was released in the U.K., they didn't even release it in the United States. I think I know why now. Uh, it's very racist. Yeah? Like, yeah. What do they say? They just, they use words that are considered for sure racist in America. And they, and, and. Give me certain, the first two letters of one. I of mean, well, well, one, okay, so this is an example I can send it out, but they, they, he, he says, trying to say that Meghan Markle didn't deal with racism growing up, which I, was, I, don't, I don't know why you're trying to talk people into that, but that was one. Who one, wrote this? Piers Morgan? Uh, no, it's, um, Omid, Omid, no, not Omid Scobie. This is a different one. All right. So anyway. anyways, so they compared her saying that she doesn't even really look black. She really looks Italian. Oh, my God. Stuff what? like that that like you never like would. Re- I mean, you wouldn't it would never be published in the United States, but it's different. You know, it's a different world over there. Also, you never know who the who the British tabloids are going to love and who they're going to tear down. Mm hmm. You know, yeah. they could have just totally been in love with Meghan Markle, but it seems she got off on a rocky start with them for some reason. And I don't know what all the... Re- I, I do know some of them. Anytime you marry, you know, a commoner, especially an American commoner, commoner and now you've got an African-American commoner, mm-hmm. eh, these people, their, air, their nose is so far up in the air. Yeah. They don't think anybody's good enough for them. Yeah. Um. I don't know if I... Yeah, I think I mentioned this. House of the Dragon, pretty boring. But I'm going to start calling it Hot D. Let's see if we can catch that on. Remember when I wanted to call American Horror Story Amhosto? Yeah, and it kind of caught on. A little bit. It caught on a little bit. Or yesterday. Let's see if Hot D... Hot D! For House of the The Dragon. Hot D is getting a little boring for us. It is, man. It's just Two like a lot. episodes in. I feel like I've, I, I feel like I watched it and I went to six Zoom meetings <laughs> because they're always, they're always having these secret clandestine meetings in House of the Dragon. HBO has renewed it for a second season, uh, which isn't surprising, given that the premiere was a big hit. Around ten million viewers watched the first episode, and within a few days, before the end of the week, that grew to twenty million. So it was a pretty big hit. There are at least, wow, seven other live-action and animated Game of Thrones-related projects in development. And they're saying that the success of Hot D, that is House of the Dragons, could speed up the progress on some or all of those upcoming shows. The Game of Thrones prequel House of the Dragon is here. 
with all the things you loved from the original. Knights, royalty, friendship, and fire-breathing dragons. All of the comfort watching you can handle with things like chairs made out of swords, brothers and sisters marrying each other, and torture. All your favorite things from Game of Thrones back again in House of the Dragon. Dead-eyed murderous blonde girls. Way too much full frontal nudity. And man-made horrors beyond your comprehension. Every week on HBO. And hopefully unlike Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon will have a better ending. <laughs> All right, uh, time for our entertainment news. Joanna Barba brings us news from Hollywood and around the entire world of entertainment. Good morning, Joanna. No, oh, hey, good morning. <laughs> well, just days after the release of TMZ's documentary, TMZ investigates what really happened to Richard Simmons. The man himself has sent his fans a message on Facebook. The message reads, thank you, everyone, for your kindness and love. Love, Richard. That's all it said next to a photo of a smiling emoji holding a thank you sign. Rumors have circulated ever since Simmons abruptly disappeared from the public view in 2014, including a rumor that he was being held hostage by his housekeeper, a story that Simmons himself debunked in 2016. Why, in a, on, on an episode of today called Why Did He Vanish? As he said in 2016, quote, I just sort of wanted to be a little bit of a loner for a little while. Well, so he just must be alone. Well, can I tell you a lot of the reason people were concerned was because he was kind of famous for being like out there with his fans all the time. That he would even when the the oh, celebrity tour buses would come by, I've seen him in an airport. He never stops. Right, he never stops. He's down the hallway and he's like looking lovely in those business suits, lady. I mean, that's just hit him all the time. When the celebrity tour buses would come by the house, his house, he would get out of his house and say hi to them, that kind of stuff. And then all now, of a sudden, if I get on a celebrity tour bus and they're taking me by Richard Simmons' house. I feel like I got on a janky celebrity tour bus. Come on! Why? It's Richard Simmons! Hey, this is the D-list bus. Okay? If you, he wouldn't was, mind that list. Uh, so, then, all of a sudden, he stops. All these appearances, all this, like, right. doing stuff with his fans, stops. And people are like, that's very strange. Where Maybe is Richard guy? Simmons? And it's like, oh, he's just at his house, and some people saying, oh, he's being drugged by his housekeeper and being kept in the coma, and she's writing all the checks for her and herself. But I guess he's debunking it, so. Yeah, I, and this documentary you. is where? Hulu. Hulu. Okay. Hulu is now becoming your new place for documentaries. I'd, I'd be willing to go in, like, for a one-episode documentary. If it's more than one, I'm probably not that committed. If it's one episode, it's two hours. That's that's a movie yeah, right. documentary. It's not a docu-series anymore. <laughs> docu-series, that's what you're thinking of. Mm -hmm. Over the weekend, social media went into a frenzy when rumors began swirling that Penn Badgley was being eyed to play Mr. Fantastic in Marvel Studios' Fantastic Four reboot. It was said that the actor probably has the role already by reporter Devin Ferrasi, but it looks like he has now backtracked and debunked his own comments, confirming that he was only going by what he's seen on Reddit and gut instinct for us. He has made it clear that he's and far as as far as he's aware that Badgley isn't officially set to play Reed Richards in the MCU. For many fans, this news will come as a relief. While Badgley is a very talented actor, John Krasinski remains the firm oh, yeah. fan favorite choice. You need to give choice. us a little more of uh, Jim from The Office as Mr. Fantastic. Right. I, that, I, I'm down with that cast. However, 
they've already said that was just a fan service. Don't expect John Krasinski to be Mr. Fantastic. And Emily uh, Blunt could be the invisible girl. Yeah. Obviously, this would Family be... Family affair? A little, you know, a little older. <laughs> <They'd be> a, <laughs> a, little a little older. <laughs> well, Fantastic yeah. Four is set to be released in theaters on November 8th of 2024. Danny DeVito let it slip that he still believes his version of Batman villain The Penguin is the best one on screen. Despite Colin Farrell taking over the role for Matt Reeves as the Batman opposite Robert Pattinson as the caped crusader, DeVito revealed during a Vanity Fair lie detector test video that his version is better. What about this penguin? Oh, Colin? Mm -hmm. I love Colin. <laughs> He's a terrific guy. Yeah. My penguin was better. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh my God, is was that the truth? You are telling the truth. It certainly it was. The truth. <laughs> <laughs> adorable. That's his daughter interviewing him. Aww. She's adorable. They got a new cartoon together, they too. They do. I forget what it's called. Little Demon? It's about the devil. Mm -hmm. The devil. Mm. Can you really, though, say his penguin was better? Well, his was more... Campy for sure. He was an actual penguin. He ate fish. <laughs> that's true. He did. I'm pretty sure that's not. Like, I haven't seen the Batman. So he plays a gangster. Colin Farrell's is much uh, more of a gangster. Does he eat fish. He, he doesn't just, wear a top hat. He doesn't. He doesn't go. He doesn't go. He doesn't live in like the sewers and stuff. Right. He doesn't need to sit in ice all well, the time. See, that sucks. Also, in the light detector video. <laughs> wait, you know, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You know, penguin. The actual villain from the comic books was not a real penguin. That was just his like <laughs> villain okay, name. Nerd. I never read the comic books. Okay? <laughs> okay. Also, in the light detector, does Devito named Michael Keaton his favorite Batman? And finally, movie tickets across the U.S. will cost just $3 on Saturday, September Woo! 3rd, in celebration of National Cinema Day. If you've never heard of such a holiday before, that's because it never existed until National now. National Cinema? National Cinema Day. Oh, I thought you said cinnamon for a second. <laughs> cinnamon. Okay. Cinema. The cinema. The $3 ticket price applies across all tickets, formats, and showtimes. And yes, that includes IMAX and 3D movies. So far, a growing list of 3,000 theaters, including popular chains like Regal, Cinemark, and AMC, have agreed to take part in the new holiday. The Cinema Cinema Foundation, a nonprofit organization created by the National Association of Theater Owners earlier this year, came up with National Cinema Day as a way to encourage people to return to theaters. Labor Day weekend is a notoriously slow time for movie theaters due to a lack of new releases, but perhaps National Cinema Day could help change that. With your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. Hey, uh, for you fans of Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg uh, launched a YouTube channel for toddlers. Yeah. yeah. It's called Doggyland. <laughs> Not to be confused with his porno movies called Doggy Style, Style that came yeah. out in the 90s. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is a YouTube channel, kids songs and nursery rhymes for toddlers, from toddlers to eight years of age. Do they have gin and juice? <laughs> yeah, they do. In a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> in a juicy cup. That's in a sippy cup. Wow, wow. Good morning, pups. It's time to roll. Let's find a seat. High five, come on. We got lots of life. Yap, yap, and wags all aboard the bus. Let's head to class. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. He calls them pups. That's adorable. I could get crunk to that. <laughs> Hell yeah. I could see some girls twerking to that. Just keep in mind that 
Whatever Snoop's doing on that channel, he did it while stoned. So just keep that in mind. Ready for your kids to learn the Snoop way? Well, you've heard of Snoop Dogg's music channel for kids. Well, get ready for Snoop's nursery rhymes. Three high mice, three high mice. <laughs> See how they smoke. See how they smoke. Yay, I love Snoop. Timmy, what are you listening to? You love Snoop's nursery rhymes. Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall because he smoked a fat blunt and passed out. Nice. That doesn't even rhyme, Timmy. It's Snoop's <laughs> nursery rhymes. Jack and Jill went up the hill and they got high and got busy for shizzle. Way to go, Jack and Jill. Well, that's enough of this, Timmy. Check it out today. KLAQ El Paso and KLAQ.com. KLAQ. Uh, yesterday's Monday Movie Club, where we talked about and analyzed the 2000 movie American Psycho. Oh, it's and a ton of fun. Incredible, incredible movie. Excuse me. My understanding is that you can still see it. Is that right? Is that how Facebook yes. Live works? Yes. I thought maybe it was, you could only see it it's while available. it was actually going on. Oh, you can re you can go back and uh, watch the replay from yesterday. Yep. The replay of the Facebook Live. Yes. Uh, okay. All right. I wasn't 100% sure if those stayed up or not. I don't know. Don't forget, we've got uh, the Buzz Adams on demand every day after the show's over. You can go and download parts of the show that you want to listen to at klaq.com and via the KLAQ mobile app. The touchdown, the Cowboys touchdown. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sign up for those alerts on the app. Sign up for guys. the alerts. Also, uh, signing up for the alerts, we might just do, we might just send out uh, a blast that says we're giving away tickets sometimes. Yeah. Occasionally we do that, yep. like specific for the uh, KLAQ mobile app. Keep the alerts on. The Dallas Cowboys touchdown flyaways are back, and we have nine. Count them. Nine Cowboys <laughs> one, trips to give two, one, oh, sorry. One Cowboys <laughs> trip. Uh, trips to see the Dallas Cowboys for you and a guest include round-trip airfare for two, hotel, two tickets to the game. But that's not all. You also get to go to a special tailgate and Cowboys meet and greet. KLAQ wants to send you to Dallas for a Cowboys home game powered by Miller Lite arrangements by 915 Tours. And there are several places throughout town. If you want to find the complete list, go to klaq.com. And uh, I'll just give you a few of them here. Comfort Zone Heating and Cooling. Any location of Comfort Zone Heating and Cooling. The Silla Vista location, Bassett Center, Sunland Park Mall, or on Delta Street. You can uh, pick up an entry form at any Comfort Zone Heating and Cooling. Also, Border City Ale House at 1506 North Lee Trevino. You can sign up there. Must be 21 or older and a Texas resident in order to enter. But if you meet those criteria, the Dallas Cowboys touchdown flyaways are just for you. Powered by Miller Lite, special arrangements by 915 Tours, and courtesy of 95.5 KLAQ. I've got a few uh, neckline calls. You want me to tackle these? Let's go ahead and do uh, that here. Okay. Nico. Nico. Where's Nico. 
Is he taking the day off? Is he late? Is he sick? Where's Nico? Nicolas? Onde estas? Nicolas? Where are you? All right, guys. Uh, also, Megan McCormick. Is this the same Megan McCormick from Globe Trekker? I <laughs> uh, just wondering. No, I, I, I'm not. I wish. She's pretty famous. What is Globe Trekker? Uh, it's a, sh- a show, I think, on uh, Discovery or National Geographic or something. She treks the globe, I'm assuming. I've never seen it, but her <laughs> name is Megan McCormick. Globe Trekker. We should just start but saying you're aware, yes. You're aware of the yeah. other Megan McCormick. Yeah, it's, sh- that's, it's the main Megan McCormick that shows up in any Google searches. Globe Trekker, Megan McCormick. I think you could knock her off that perch. I think yeah. you can be the one that shows up on. You think? Uh, yeah, on Google searches. A long way to go. It's a long way to the top. <laughs> if you want to rock and roll. Mm, mm, mm. All right, here's another call. Remember the neckline number. You can leave messages 24 hours a day by calling our toll free neckline. That's 844-805-NECK, 844-805-6325. Hey, morning show. This is Rudy. Um, just wanted to mention that stop stop playing that OPGFQ whatever his name is I think he's talking about ODG <laughs> okay which is short for okie dokie guy he's just annoying and um, one more thing uh, Megan I love when she's uh, doing the news and I think she's a great addition to the to the queue and she's doing a great job I enjoy listening to the news now good job Megan oh thank you thank you bye all right. That's so nice. Thank you Sweet. so much. It's a fan of Megan. Not so much of a fan of Okie Dokie Guy. <laughs> Did What's we? What's up, Mo? Oh, boy. Huh? Uh, we, we didn't. Should we tell everyone Nico's just on the run oh. for the pumpkin spice lattes? No. He'll be back in a couple he minutes. He should. That's a good idea. I'm going to text him. Yeah. Wait, you guys well, didn't get the text. Did you guys line. get the text from Nico? Yes. Well, we got an email. And what did it say? He's got puppy problems. Right. So he's going to be taking his, dog his puppy sick. to the vet. Which, let me tell you, as far as like legitimate excuses <laughs> go, your puppy is sick is, to me, that's pretty low on the list of reasons to take a day off. Of <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say for sure, take care of the puppy. No, no, put him in the backyard. <sighs> if the puppy's sick, the puppy will still be sick when you get back or it'll be better, but. Or dead. No. Plus. Don't say that to him because he'll. Yeah, don't use that. that. He'll freak out. I think Nico was jealous of people at work who have kids, and sometimes they're like, "Oh, I can't make this, or I can't, I can't make that." Like me, my kids. this weekend, right? And like I me. think Nico decided, "Oh, if I get a puppy, I can play the kid card." <laughs> <laughs> but that reminds me, we should get him to do a pumpkin spice run. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's coming in today. Do you? No, he's not. But I'm just saying, like, on your way to taking your dog to the vet, bring us some pumpkin spice. It doesn't open till 8, right, the vet? Yeah. So he's got... He's got time. Half hour. Leave her a little early. What's up, Mojo? It's ODG. I tell you, every time y'all talk about the UTEP miners, all I picture in my mind, in my head, the whole time is uh, the miner 49er from (laughs) (laughs) Scooby-Doo. I just picture Scooby and the gang chasing the miner. The minor 49er, the whole time you are talking about minor football. So, like, you just run. <laughs> it's the minor 49er, Scoob. <laughs> oh, you know. uh, He's dying with his joke. <laughs> dude, there was, somebody sent a tweet last night that was like, uh, 
Buzz Adams talking on the morning show, the miners are going to be 0-6, and, and he's right. <laughs> Who said that? Oh, it was. No, 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 but in... Where was it? Where was it said? On Twitter, I, oh. yeah. No, nope. I laugh. I, I didn't say it was my opinion that the miners were going to be zero and six. It was the the guy doing the television yeah. broadcast mentioned uh, right. that hey, that it be. looks like yeah. the miners could be zero and six. Hey, I just wanted to um, give a shout out to Falling Reverse and Ronnie Radke. Um, we went to go see the show. We were in the very front. Uh, my wife ended up falling down because of people pushing. And he stopped the show, made sure she was okay. We also had a girl sitting in a wheelchair next to us. And when people were losing their minds, um, security actually got her out and let her have more of a, a safe front seat performance. Um, so big shout out to the Speaking Rock security. Shout out to Falling Reverse. Uh, Bad Wolves, Hollywood and Dead were great. Unfortunately, we didn't stay for Buff Roach because I just got a little too crazy. Um, and of course, Double G looking beautiful as always. You guys have a good day. All right, so uh, this was the Aww. concert they had at Speaking Rock, and he's saying that the uh, uh, Ronnie Radke from mm-hmm. Falling in Reverse made sure that people weren't getting rattled up there. So amazing, yeah. good job by security, good job by Ronnie Radke. So we won't be canceling, canceling <laughs> anytime soon. All right, got a few more calls here. Good morning, uh, KLAQ uh, gurus. I got a question for Guru Nico. Nico, what do you think about uh, just a short-term <clears throat> testing on the new uh, vaccine for Omicron? I <clears throat> I think that's a little bit uh, unacceptable or a lot, very unacceptable. Uh, I personally don't have much confidence that it's going to be uh, no testing on uh, humans. Uh, <clears throat> this is this is getting troublesome. I mean, I'm, I don't necessarily subscribe that Fauci is a uh, is a bogeyman. A bogeyman. All right, guys. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so are they going to put comment. a vaccine out that they didn't test on humans? Uh, yeah, I, I had it in news yesterday because I thought it sounded wacky. Yeah, yeah, right. this is weird. I, I don't know. I don't understand why, but yeah, apparently they've tested it on mice, but they haven't tested it on humans, but. I'm no medical expert, but yeah, that was a story I read yesterday. So, it, uh, is that normal, or is well, that uh, who wouldn't be a little concerned about that? <laughs> you know, I totally get what he's saying. When are you supposed to be taking these? If you've got your third, what are we up to? The third shot? Um, so I I think even four in some cases. Oh, maybe? See, I think I've I at think least I, three. I, I think I only got two. Yeah, I, I got my the original, and then I've been boosted, so that's it. That's all. Yeah, the original Not boosted. Not to give my, sorry, <laughs> like, given my medical information, <laughs> eh, Tuesday, whatever. I'd rather talk about that than student loans this morning. <laughs> I, I'm with you on that. Let's talk about COVID boosters. <laughs> give me a break for the student yeah, loans. Yeah, I've always had two. I mean, I've only had two so far, and... I guess, you know, they're going to say you might have to take something every year, kind of like you do like with a flu the flu shot, vaccine. Right? Yeah. Not that everybody takes that every year. Right. I don't know. I think I've kind of convinced myself that I'm invincible to any kind of disease. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, you've can't convinced argue with yourself, that. but has a doctor confirmed? That I'm invincible? Yeah. That's more something you feel in your... 
It's your a gut, gut feeling. It's a gut feeling, yeah. <laughs> I don't need no fancy medical degree to tell me that. Hearing uh, Buzz talk about his late adolescence, the way he brought himself up from the bootstrap, a small loan from his family that saved up money for him, and made him to the self-made man he is today. Congratulations, Buzz. I bet you really will well with another self-made man that got a small loan from his family to <laughs> to create his empire. <laughs> All right, bye. Huh. <laughs> no, no, my family didn't loan me money. My family had a college fund that they started when I when they decided to have kids. That was a thing that was very important to them. Right. Neither one of my parents went to college, but they had decided Mm-hmm. Our kids are going to go to college if we have to take something. So it's not like they loaned it to me. They pay. I'm, I'm telling you, they paid for college. Yeah. Well, I think his point is a privilege. You know, it's a type of privilege, and you know, but my parents weren't were not wealthy. Yeah, you know? they That's both a good worked. Point. You don't have to really necessarily be wealthy. They just did a, some proper planning. Yeah. Right. I think there's something to that you could learn for that. Like, right. If you want to avoid, you know, having a lot of student debt, you've got, especially if you've got young kids now. I get start a college fund. I don't think I'm saying anything revolutionary here. Anything that's uh, only is for people who enjoy white privilege. I think anybody <laughs> can, you know, I can't set aside a million a year, but I can set set aside. Think about it. Yeah. You know, you no, set aside sure. some money People out of every paycheck. People definitely pay- start start setting aside for college, but sometimes that's not enough. I, and loans need to sure. come into place sometimes. Yeah. And I understand that everybody's circumstances are are different. And I understand I went to school uh, almost 30 years ago. But I don't think it's necessarily white privilege to say, hey, if you... Of course, I'm not putting it on the kids. How's a kid going to say? What's he going to do? Save his tooth fairy money? But <laughs> if you want your kids to go to college... Start saving up for it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, great, you know what? Forgive, forgive the debt as well. I agree. Okay, <laughs> you know <laughs> what? It's, I, like, I agree. No. I agree with both. I agree with both. Both sentiments. Both things can be true at the same yeah. time. All right. <laughs> the pumpkin spice latte returns to Starbucks today. Woo! Somebody said Nico to send us get us some, and it cost more. So they're saying oh, that the what? price of the pumpkin spice latte is going to run between five forty-five and five ninety-five. Oh. So almost, let's just that's like a six whole, bucks. That's like a whole dollar more though than they're last. saying across yes. the board across the country tw- on average twenty cents more no. this year. They are launching their full fall menu today, and uh, like every other product in the world, the PSL cost a little more this year. Uh, a grande. What is that? Is that the smallest one? It's the medium, medium. size. <laughs> the way they name these things, Standards. man, I'm telling you, they're just trying to baffle you here. I know, I know. Nobody What's put the a smallest? Stop to it when they, a tall? Tall. Tall. Tall yes. is the smallest. Mm-hmm. A tall. Uh, that's going to run you between 545 595 For a tall? What? No, for a grande. Oh, oh. God. Jeez. CNN says that that's up <laughs> around 20 cents or a 4% increase from last year. Do you want to hear about the new drink they have on their fall menu? Okay. Let's hear it. An apple crisp oat milk macchiato. Ooh, that sounds delish. It's supposed Mm. to taste like apple pie. Mm. And I do love apple pie, but I really like apple pie with a scoop of ice cream in it. (laughs) That's the bomb. (laughs) 
Uh, uh, last year, Starbucks debuted their normal asp- apple crisp macchiato. So the difference is that it's oat milk. It's their first vegan uh, fall drink. Wow. Let's see. They also brought back their pumpkin cream cold brew for a fourth year. That's my jam. Their yeah. pumpkin scone and pumpkin cream cheese muffins. Pumpkin cream hey, cheese muffins. Did I hear one time Ten out all of this time. pumpkin stuff? No pumpkin in it. Had you heard that before? Um, no, but we've brought it up before. That's not surprising because there's because pu- there's what pumpkin extract is probably in it. No, no, no. It, I th- like- it was something where it was something completely different. It didn't involve pumpkin at all. Uh, also back, there's a new owl cake pop with vanilla cake and buttercream. Are you trying to look that up, Joanna? Yes. Yeah, I thought I... <laughs> okay, my, what I thought I remember was at some point, it was like, hey, do you, do you think you like that pumpkin spice latte? You think it tastes real pumpkin-y? Guess what? There's no pumpkin in it. <gasps> there's no pumpkin in it. Have you looked it up yet? Yes. What does it say? Pumpkin spice latte. What oh. does it have in it? Talk amongst yourselves while I skim this article. Like, just a different for a nutmeg, I think. Maybe I heard nutmegs in it. Nutmeg. Uh, Let's see. Pumpkin drinks that have no pumpkin. Starbucks reformulated the flavor to include actual pumpkin to remove artificial coloring in 2015. Oh, so they actually started putting pumpkin in their pumpkin drink. Yeah. Okay. Well... I should have given you a heads up before I told you all about the new menu items at it's Starbucks. It's like a, a blend of squash. Yeah, that's right. It's like a it's kind a, of squash. Uh-huh. Well, it's a sister of the pumpkin. It's from the gourd family, but it's <laughs> yeah, clearly I mean, it's not, not a pumpkin. Not you wouldn't put it out on your. You wouldn't put it out on your well, porch. It's the blend of squash. Um, Somebody would. Yeah, <laughs> Somebody. absolutely. I do in a bowl. Yeah, but have you ever the... decorated a squash for Halloween? <laughs> in 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 a bowl, maybe. And it's also a big factor that plays into it is the spice mix that goes into it. You know, I guess I don't decorate with squash, I guess. <laughs> now that I think about it. Have you guys seen... Gourds, but... <laughs> have you seen Trump speak at anything recently? No. In person? Yeah, yeah like his, his face or, you know. Um, I, okay. What's That's going funny on you with his that head? Right his face now, is starting to look... You know what? What? Right now on the news, they showed him, but only the back of him. Like, they didn't show his face. His face is starting to look like a jack-o'-lantern that's left out till Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) It's just orange and starting to sag all the way down to the ground. Warning. 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 This is an official P.S. alert. P.S. alert. You are hearing the very first pumpkin spice reference of the year. Repeat, this is the first pumpkin spice reference. More are sure to follow. You may now continue with your summer activities. P.S. alert. J.L.A.Q.L. In about 15 minutes, we're going to have news headlines with Megan McCormick. Oh, yeah. Going to be bringing us the news. Joanna's uh, got more uh, entertainment news coming up later. And get ready for minor football this weekend. KLAQ's partner station, 600 ESPN El Paso, is the official home for UTEP Miners football. But KLAQ is airing the first five games of the season, including this Saturday's game against number nine ranked Oklahoma. 
Do you know who that's an impression of, Joanna? Uh, no. Oh, Nelly! Uh, Keith Jackson, old-timey college football announcer. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Mm. Uh, you excited? Are you I'm, going? I put it, No, I'm not going, but I put in a request. I want to get my brother some tickets because he, oh, nice. he only lives like 20 minutes away from the stadium. And mm-hmm. uh, he thinks I can... He thinks I can pull tickets out of my ass, but I can I can ask. If you give it to him, you guys think you better get make sure I get into heaven. Yeah, because right? <laughs> he's a preacher. Yeah. Yeah. He better pull some strings for you too. <laughs> John Teicher brings you the pregame show this Saturday, starting at twelve thirty, kickoff at one thirty. Remember, you can hear all the UTEP Miners action for this game Saturday against OU on the queue. It's brought to you by Specs Wines Spirits and food. Follow the Miners all season long, including the weekly coaches show on our partner station 600 ESPN El Paso. All right, I don't know who uh, Sydney Sweeney is, but I guess she found herself in the middle of a controversy over Blue Lives Matter, and you're going to tell me more about that, right? Right. Well, Sydney Sweeney just wants people to chill the hell out after some got angry that she has MAGA relatives. (laughs) Uh, Sydney Sweeney is a fairly young, fairly new actress. She comes out on Euphoria. She's very famous on that one, and she was at the center of a very... uh, uh, online controversy after she posted photos from her mom's birthday party on Instagram. Buzz, I sent you the photos. Yeah, I got them here. And mm-hmm. if this is the main photo, it you've is. really got to be analyzing in detail to even catch that this older relative is wearing a, a Blue Lives Matter. By the way, Blue Lives Matter, is that, mm-hmm. do they equate that with, is that race, does that mean you're racist? Uh, at one point, I think it was considered that because it became a whole thing. Thing centered around the Black Lives Matter. Oh, so, the people people, were so they like, were no, saying blue, blue Lives, lives matter. matter. So that means right. they must be in opposition to Black Lives Matter. Right. Could you be both? I guess you could be both. I know. <laughs> since I don't, when can you not care about It's gotten so <laughs> weird. Right, but when I, I, I it's gotten to the point when I see that. So the Blue Lives Matter flag, and I don't think it's called mm-hmm. the Blue Lives Matter flag, but it's like an American flag, but it's in a black and blue and white motif mm-hmm. and one of the stripes is it's blue is yeah blue right um but i i guess when i see that it's it feels like nah you know not the same thing but it seems like the type of thing that could be taken one of two ways okay uh, these people probably have a police officer in their family sure you know mm-hmm. they're probably supporting their relative as a police officer absolutely or is this just what you put up because it's no longer acceptable to put up a Confederate flag? <laughs> is this? I, you know, I can't even see. I can't even see the full shirt. So I guess right. All you see really uh, is the blue stripe I on mean, the flag. This is the outrage. I right, don't know. and I don't even know if it's called a Blue Lives Matter flag. I'll tell. I, I will say this though. Not a big fan of people altering the flag for different things, and that includes not only the the one for the cops but if you wanted to do it for gay pride and you had the rainbow thing i don't just leave You're, the, leave the flag as it. it is and that goes for you maga people too the thing where you get like the flag but it looks like trump is riding a raptor and he's got like a bazooka and he's oh, jumping yeah. out of it i've seen that one don't, don't really care for those either don't, don't do think that that's one. real respectful oh uh, well some of the party goers were also wearing hats Red hats that read "Make 60 Great Again" because it was her mom's 60th birthday. All right, 
Well, then this turned Sweeney into a liberal versus conservative talking point. So Sydney herself had to release a statement that said, quote, you guys, this is wild. An innocent celebration for my mom's milestone 60th birthday has turned into an absurd political statement, which was not the intention. Please stop making assumptions. And a lot of people have family members, of course, with opinions that you don't agree with. And that could be the case here. But that was not the lesson that Tommy Laren took from the online no. uproar. How, how did Tommy Laren wedge herself into this? Well, she is now backing up Sydney Sweetie saying... Uh, Sydney never bow or apologize to the mob. She also discussed the controversy on something called Fox News commentary and said, quote, But Sydney Sweeney didn't go no, on Fox Tommy News. Tommy did. Uh, yeah, MAGA Barbie. <laughs> one of the one of the MAGA Barbies. So Tommy said, quote, now the cancel culture mob is coming for Sweeney and her family, forcing her to make a social media statement directing the haters to stop making assumptions and reassuring them the birthday bash wasn't intended to be a political statement. It is utterly ridiculous that those of the, on the left are so intolerant and unloving they feel the need to shame others and for a birthday party no less. News flash leftists half or more of this country is made up of conservatives and or Trump supporters and if the sight of that triggers you to such an extent look away. I I don't think the Trump supporters get to claim all conservatives anymore. I see they do that very casually. Oh, really? So when you say Trump supporters, are you including Liz Cheney? Okay. Or Adam Kinzinger? Mm-hmm. Didn't they disown Cheney? Yeah, I think they've yeah. kind of been chased out of, kind of like I feel like I've been chased out of the Republican Party. But when, mm. they, <laughs> when they want to say half of the country, they include those people who see through Trump's game. You know what I mean? Right, right, yeah. It's like, well, the, w w wait a minute, you're shunning them. <laughs> you're pushing them out of the party. Does Alice, you're, you're in an not interesting Alice, spot. Yeah, you Sydney are Sweeney, does she have any political, she has we not don't have any out, idea what her politics anything. are. But she just didn't like that people were turning her mother's 60th no, birthday into a political statement. I mean, if you're if somebody shows up with uh, with a political statement T-shirt, what are you what are you going to do? Cancel Thanksgiving? Right. Over I it? mean, I would never be offended by a T-shirt. I mean, if I had something that offended someone, I would let me know and I'll I'll, I'll work it out. But I can't. I, I cannot live my life being offended by T-shirts. I, I will have, lose right. my mind. I definitely have relatives who are you know don't agree politically with what I agree with. They'll come to think. Thanksgiving. I don't care. By the way, great. You know what? Can we get back to um, it's okay if Uncle Bob doesn't believe in, you know, the same thing as Christy, 17-year-old Christy on TikTok? It's okay. It's all right. We can uh, still have uh, holidays together. It looks like they're still having fun. Look at it. You know, it's yeah. a birthday party. How old is Sydney Sweeney? Like 22, 23 maybe. Mm. Yeah, she's got a good set of... Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> She's 24. But it doesn't look like, it, it just looks like the police flag on a t-shirt. I don't see anything yeah, beyond that. That's, that's the whole thing that set everybody off? Yeah, I guess yep. so. All it right. really did. Well. well. And Tommy Laren's coming to her defense <sighs> saying, don't bow down to the mob. The mob? What, what do you mean? Gosh. The Twitter mob? Ugh. I guess the Twitter mob. The leftist unloving mob. Somebody uh, commented and they were like, you're the mob, Tommy. Uh, shout out to all those regular Americans out there. 
not mobbing today. Yeah, but if you don't... <laughs> not mobbing. <laughs> don't you think if... A, Just if, moving if, on with their day. Say uh, this young actress or any young anybody had pictures and somebody was prominently wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt, you don't think people on the right would be... Oh, going yeah, after probably. them, probably. Right, yeah. so. Especially if they were Tommy like, Laren might even be you. the first one in line. Hmm? Especially if they're like, I loved this actor. I love what they play or whatever show they're in or movie. Right, and then if and that actor showed up this way, wearing a wearing a Black Lives. I'm trying to think of what would be the equivalent uh, of a blue. Uh, lives, I mean, I, I know. I maybe having. Oh gosh, I don't even know. I don't know. I'm not going to make a comparison. Uh, all right, so <laughs> I'm not anyway. going to do it. I've seen a lot of people wearing the red hats that say, like, not make America great again, but something funny. Oh, I've like got one that cheap. says, uh, you can only see what it says up close, and it says, made you look, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> so. See, I've seen hats like that, and this hat says, make 60 great again. Which it's I don't think. Which words, I think is just whatever. funny. I don't know. The, it started a whole thing, and now Tommy Lahren's coming to the defense of this actress, and a lot of people are like, "You're not really helping her." <laughs> right, right. When Tommy Lahren's coming to your defense, is that who you want in your corner when things get rough? Yeah, you don't want Ann Coulter sticking up for you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about the fight that two pilots got into? On a Air France plane, in I flight. heard about it. Yeah, yeah. didn't they have like get each other by the collar? They, like that was like one of the main points. The news kept pointing they said out. They grabbed each other by the yeah. collars. <laughs> were any punches thrown? It just says that the no. the pilots were suspended for getting in a fight in the cockpit. So it's the pilot and the co-pilot mm-hmm. on an Air France flight from Geneva. I don't know where to somewhere else. Not the U.S., but. I guess uh, fisticuffs happened <laughs> in the uh, cockpit with these two pilots. It probably went down something like this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your pilot speaking. If you look to your left, you'll see some mountains. And if you look to my right, you'll see my co-pilot, who's acting like he wants a piece of me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is your co-pilot speaking. I don't just want a piece of the pilot. I want the whole thing, and I'm about to show him what's up. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your pilot speaking again. I'm about to jack your jaw, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, this is your co-pilot speaking. Fist to the forehead. <laughs> headlock. I've got the co-pilot in a headlock. You like that? Huh? You like when I do this? Uh, this is your co-pilot speaking. I can't breathe. Help. <sighs> we know you have a choice which pilot you mess with, and I'm glad the co-pilot chose me. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna take a break coming up. Megan McCormick has KLAQ News headlines on the way. Coming up in news, one person was killed when a train derailment turned deadly last night in Far East El Paso. Your latest on that. Plus, we'll hear from Washington Commanders head coach Ron Rivera on the status of his running back that was shot. I've got that all in news next. Morning Rock with Buzz Adams. I thought he was crazy. I love him. Funny and off the wall. Buzz in the morning. It's entertaining. Every day, something else. If you want to list your home, you can list with any agent. But if you want to get your home sold, quickly and for the most money possible, then you need to call Brian Birds, the Brian Birds home selling team powered by EXP Realty. And Brian is the only agent I would call if I were going to sell my home. He's got a lot of five-star reviews like Rosalind. Rosalind was moving out of town, needed to sell her home on the west side. She went with Brian Bird. She'd heard about the job that he and his team do. They listed the home. Rosalind was very happy with how everything went. 
Um, a lot of times there are little bumps in the road or unexpected. Headlines with Megan McCormick. What's new? On 95.5 KLAQ. Let's get to those uh, headlines. Good morning, Megan. Good morning, Buzz. A train derailed in El Paso's Lower Valley late Monday night. It damaged a gas line and nearby homes were evacuated as a precaution. According to the El Paso Fire Department, two train cars derailed and damaged a backyard shed, fence, and a gas meter. The damaged gas line has since been shut down and 50 residents are allowed back into their homes as of this morning. The El Paso Fire Department has said that one person has died. The train derailed near the 7700 block of Barton Street before 10 p.m. That's a neighborhood near Riverside High School. Officials have not said what has caused the train derailment. Did they, uh, they haven't specified the person who died. Was that a homeowner? Was that somebody who was working at the time? I believe it was uh, the per- one of the people in oh, the train. Yeah, in the yeah train. Uh, but that is not, has not <laughs> been confirmed. Got no. It. More criminal cases dismissed due to prosecutorial delays. Another 75 cases were dismissed yesterday under a rarely used Texas statute that allows for accused people to be freed if not indicted within a specific time. Officials present in the court yesterday morning said all 75 cases were dismissed with no objection from the district attorney's office. These were misdemeanor and felony cases, like the hundreds of other dis- others that were dismissed in recent weeks. That included allegations of domestic violence, assault, drug possession, and DWI charges. Now, the hearings will continue today. Uh, no word on how many are looking to be dismissed, but last week there were 616 that were um that's what it looks like are going to be dismissed this week. This week. This week, yeah. So, so 75 so far, and today we don't have a number, but there will be more dismissed today, tomorrow, and Thursday. I think I can speak for a lot a lot of El Pasoans uh, to say to the district attorney's office, you've either got to start doing this job or you owe us an explanation beyond just blaming it on the previous administration or blaming it on... Uh, People don't like you because you're the first female DA, right? Either either this boat needs to right itself or the district attorney owes it to us to come out and lay out why this isn't getting done and what we can do to solve the problem. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. So, you know, she... Again, hasn't done a, a formal interview yet. KVA was trying to get one this weekend. Um, K Fox did a quick interview with her with just a couple of questions, but um, obviously, you know, people want to hear what she has to say. Um, also, KTSM reported um, that Yvonne Rosales filed a motion on Friday seeking a judge to dis- to dismiss the petition to remove her from office. So this is new information as well. Um, so when Omar Carmona filed the petition, apparently he was supposed to file it with or be joined by County Attorney Joanne Bernal. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not quite sure of the process about that. We'll have to get Justin Underwood or something to explain that. But she is trying to get that what Omar has filed dismissed because of a. It looks like kind of a technicality. Dismissed on a technicality. Yes, that's what it, that's what it seems like to well, me. Well, something tells me somebody, either Omar or somebody else, if that happens, can just march right back down there and refile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is uh, this is to recall the district attorney to that we're talking the, about. Yes. 
And people want to know if this filing, refiling uh, situation is costing any taxpayers money. That's what people want to know. Well, President Biden promotes his Safer America plan. Uh, he plans a national address. President Biden heads to Pennsylvania today to talk about reducing gun violence in the U.S. A daily briefing, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre says he'll be promoting his Safer America plan today, which includes boosting funding for the FBI and other law enforcement agencies. But he'll also be delivering a primetime speech on Thursday. The White House says Biden will speak in Philadelphia on the continued battle for the soul of the nation. The president will lay out how America's standing in, in the world and its democracy are at stake, the official says. Biden will highlight what he sees as progress over the past two years to protect our democracy, but note that rights and freedoms remain at risk. Messages key to his party's aspirations in November. Here's White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre telling reporters that Biden, what Biden will be promoting. He will highlight how his plan would invest a hundred more cops for effective, accountable community policing that builds public trust and strengthens public safety. So we're not we're not defunding the police anymore. I think they said it's not defunding; it's funding the police. Okay, makes sense. Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it it certainly sounds like uh, I, I, funding. Yes. But then there's a whole other set of people who want to defund the FBI, right? Are, are the FBI considered police? police? I would say they're, yeah, they're a law okay. enforcement agency. Very confusing these days. Well, a hearing on Trump's special master request is set for Thursday. A federal judge will hold a hearing on Thursday after confirming her preliminary intent to appoint a special master to review documents seized from former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort. A special master is a third-party attorney appointed by a court to oversee certain aspects of the case. Trump has asked the court to block the Department of Justice from pouring over the material until one is appointed, but it may be too late. This is because DOJ lawyers are acknowledging some of the documents in question may potentially contain attorney-client privileged information. Overnight, the former president wasn't talking about this. He was on Truth Social talking about the election and saying that the FBI, quote, buried the Hunter Biden laptop story before the election, knowing that if they didn't, Trump would have easily won uh, the 2020 presidential election. Yet another reason that he should still be president. Yes. You guys have got to, uh, I would say, even even people who are aligned with the MAGA movement, you owe it to yourself to go over, watch the trailer on YouTube. The website Breitbart put a, has a movie called uh, something about Hunter Biden, my son Hunter. Mm. And but they've cast role like they've somebody plays the president, and somebody plays. They got an actor that plays Hunter, and Gina Carano is in it. Remember Gina Carano <laughs> from right. The Mandalorian? She's in it, and mm-hmm. they're getting to the bottom of it. And the trailer really makes it look like somebody. It's got some production value, and it's directed by Robert Davi. You know who Robert Davi is? No. He was one of the Fratelli brothers in Goonies. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, a Fratelli. Yeah, so he's been a pretty extreme right wing, especially for Hollywood, but he's directing it. (laughs) And it seems like they were like, let's make it look as much as we can like a Scorsese movie. Oh. And really punch it up and go heavy on the doing drugs and 
What is it called? Breitbart? Breitbart's the website. Oh, oh, it's a and it's a, a movie that's cast. But Gina, cast Car- Gina Carano cast plays the, the role of uh, I don't know law enforcement of some kind. But there okay. there is a scene where she she's getting a medal and Biden's like sniffing her hair and the actor they have playing Biden's really going to town. I mean, he's just, he's just getting in that hair and it's just so it's titled <laughs> oh my, my son hunter. My son oh my son hunter. hunter. That's yeah. why he said that. <laughs> I'm not telling you to watch the whole thing, but but watch the watch the trailer. It, well, I'll this t- is the production company that picked up Gina Carano after Disney fired her, and so she's making movies over there now. Mm-hmm. I Where she's there. getting sniffed by by Biden. By the right. way, it makes Biden look a thousand percent cooler than he actually is. I know that wasn't their intention. Oh no! Okay, I'm gonna see this trailer. Yeah, you, you should watch it during the break. Yeah, I gotta watch it. <laughs> Well, Senator Lindsey Graham predicts riots if former President Trump is prosecuted over classified documents. Bottom line is there will be a lot of upset people if there is an effort to charge President Trump with a crime of mishandling classified information after what happened to Hillary Clinton. Yeah, so Lindsey said this over the weekend. Lindsey Graham said it. And a lot of people are saying that it's insightful, that it's, you know, almost like a a dog whistle for people to get ready to riot if the president gets right, arrested, right, right. Mm-hmm. which I don't think they really need that much of a nudge, but he's probably right. Yeah. If well, they arrested the former president, there would probably be people out in the streets protesting. Oh, for sure, and it would, for sure. I, I imagine it would look something like the January 6th crowd. Well, from, uh, you know, I, I scrubbed through the, uh, what did they release the last week? The, um, is it affidavit? Um, not affidavit, but what the, the DOJ, G, DOJ released all of the um, redacted, uh, I can't think of the word. Um, from the, the warrant. warrant. Yeah, okay. We'll call it a warrant. warrant. <laughs> there it is. Um, and it seemed like, honestly, from what I read, that they were, are trying not to arrest him. I mean, they're trying to—they were trying to get the documents without having to do the raid and without having to, uh, you know, make a spectacle of it like this. So, hopefully, that's not—I I mean, unless he deserves to be arrested for an egregious crime, hopefully, we're trying to do our best to make sure that he you know, is is treated accordingly, I guess. You know, treated well. I just have to he's... point out to Joanna, the actor that they got to play Hunter Biden looks uh-huh. like James McAvoy. <laughs> That's not James McAvoy? No. Wait, who is that? He, he looks familiar. Yeah, he's familiar. Like, I, oh I've God. seen him in something, but it's not yeah. James McAvoy. Stop, no. They can hang on. Just... Uh, okay. No, that has, that to, has be to be James, James McAvoy. McAvoy. I'm watching the wrong trail. My son, Hunter... <laughs> what I'm looking for. Oh my what did you what did you get? Oh my my son, which I oh. guess was a James McAvoy movie. Well, that is him. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right. Is that supposed to be Yeah, Hunter? that's that's Hunter. And there's Who there's the guy played in Biden. I don't know if I can play this on the air like. Uh yeah. There's a lot I'll, of drugs I'll check and a lot it of the break, it but looks, I think it's it looks re- really cool actually. <laughs> like yeah, it's it kind of like got a, good a movie. it's yeah. got a style to it. It's, that's definitely true. Looks, the actor playing Hunter Biden is named Lawrence Fox and playing Joe Biden is John James. Okay. I mean the it looks well made. It does. Ooh, okay. No, there's a, there's a scene hooker. in a strip club, of course. Hookers and cocaine. 
Oh, oh. oh they really they really lean into the I mean he's just like hoovering it up. <laughs> And it shows him. Do you remember there was a controversy? Hunter Biden wanted to sell a bunch of his paintings for tens of thousands of dollars. It shows him painting, and it's just awful. (laughs) So this is the this is the Breitbart produced movie, My Son Hunter, and you can see the full trailer. And believe me, it's worth two and a half minutes of your time to watch this thing. So good! Oh my gosh. Well, as we reported yesterday, Washington Commander's running back Brian Robinson suffered multiple gunshot wounds during an alleged robbery attempt on Sunday. He took two shots, one to the glute and one in the lower leg. How is he doing? Much better, according to Coach Ron Rivera. Robinson's in a really good place, and recovery goes as ex- and if recovery goes as expected, there's a chance Robinson will be back on the field before the end of the season. Well, I can't get into the specifics of it other than to just say he's doing well. Um, we had an opportunity to visit with him last night, which was really uh, a relief and, and, and kind of uh, cool because he was uh, he was in a really good place. And stars came out to see Serena Williams win her first round at her final, possibly final, U.S. Open. Serena Williams' tennis career isn't over yet. The tennis great kicked off her final U.S. Open last night, going head-to-head on Arthur Ashe Stadium with Danka Kovinich from Montenegro. And Serena lived to see another match. Serena beat Kovinich in straight set 6-3-6-3, which sets up, a tomorrow, which sets up tomorrow's match against the number two seed, Annette Kodavit. Knowing it could be her final match, there were plenty of stars in attendance last night, including Hugh Jackman, Bill Clinton, who was caught on camera having an intense conversation with, you guessed it, Dr. Ruth. Queen Latifah. (laughs) Is that true? I've seen the the videos, yeah. It's true. How is Dr. Ruth? God bless her. She was a little old lady when I was in college because they used to air her show at night. Yeah, I know. Oh, she looks great. She looks better than Clinton. Yeah, you could call in. better than Bill. Yeah. I got a lot of questions for you. First of all, how do you get certain stains out of dresses? (laughs) <laughs> well, what you need to know. <laughs> We've interviewed her before. She's adorable. Oh no way! <laughs> oh my god, yeah, she's got to be. She's got to be almost a hundred, right? She mm, has to be. Yeah. Well, she looks better than Clinton. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Where was Hillary? No, no sign of Hillary. No, no, no sign of Hillary. Ninety-four years old, Doctor Ruth. Wow. Get it, Doctor Ruth. <laughs> Doctor Ruth, while the wicked witch of west isn't here i had a few questions for you <laughs> it really look the clips that they keep showing of the two of them at the game i'm just like look at that he's totally asking her sex stuff mm-hmm. oh my gosh <laughs> it looks like he is so funny yep well while while it didn't turn out to be serena's final match the u.s open honored uh, honored to the tennis great after the met <laughs> Sorry, guys. While it didn't turn out to be Serena's final match, the U.S. Open honored the tennis great after the match with tributes from Gail King and Billie Jean King, along with a video tribute narrated narrated by Oprah Winfrey. Here's a little bit of the video that played. You've given us so much. All we can do is thank you. Thank you for showing us how to be graceful, powerful, fearless. Very inspiring. Hard Mountain Dew wants fans to say, I do, to a can. Some people show their brand loyalty in odd ways. When Hard Mountain Dew released it, 
released it with an instant hint, so the brand is thanking fans in a unique way. They've announced a contest where fans can write a legendary wedding proposal about why hard Mountain Dew is the one. If yours wins the judging process, you'll be flown to Vegas. Will you'll wed a can of the hard stuff Wait, in a you, wedding chapel. You wed the, the can? can? Okay. So you have to propose to the hard Mountain Dew. So is hard Mountain Dew a new flavor? Is this a new... I think it's got alcohol content. I think it's oh, like their, their foray into the... Yeah, Hard Mountain Dew. Alcohol. Hard Mountain Dew. That makes sense. Well, and you could marry Hard Mountain Dew. <laughs> then you and your aluminum spouse... Then you could really do the dew. An- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Then you got what? the punchline before the end of the story. Oh, I'm sorry. Then you and your aluminum, uh, your aluminum spouse get to stay in an epic Las Vegas suite. Bonus, you'll get a thousand bucks and tons of hard Mountain Dew. Would you say I do? Head to harddueldew.com to propose. You'll get tons of hard Mountain Dew. Hopefully not any soft Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially not on your wedding night. Not on your wedding night. You want it to be hard. It needs to on be. On your wedding night. And with your news, I'm Megan McCormick. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Megan. I know it's only Tuesday, but it feels like Friday. Tuesday, you stink because you're not Friday. We're going to take a break. If you want to give a call to the morning show, here's our studio line. Call in. Uh, I'm noticing lines are open now, so you could get through. Uh, 915-910-4995. That's 915-910-4995 to get in touch with us directly this morning. So give us a call. We'll take a break and come back with more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show right after this. The Buzz Adams Morning Get a quick look at El Paso weather. So we do have a chance of rain, a stray shower or thunderstorm is possible this afternoon. I'm going to put that at around a 25% chance of rain in El Paso. Otherwise, the high is going to be night uh, is going to be around 90. Overnight, going to see a continuing chance of precipitation, uh, and then tomorrow looks like we've got a good chance, 40 to 50 percent. That uh, of rain uh, for tomorrow's forecast on Wednesday. Scattered thunderstorms developing in the afternoon. So it looks like that's what we have coming up. Joanna, you got you got to check out. Look at here. This is some of the trailer for the uh, the the movie that Breitbart produced called My Son Hunter. <laughs> okay. Take some sense. He was a bad dude. So that's Biden talking. Like they make Biden seem like Did some he mob boss. Bo- he said, "That's corn pop. That's that's a bad dude." Okay. <laughs> Who's the point bank for the foreign policy in the Obama regime? Joe Biden. So it looks like he need a billion dollars. So the obvious. Ne- yeah, they have him talking like some kind of good fella. What? <laughs> it's just uh... really bizarre. And uh this question is Where's Hunter? I can remember getting paid some money, but I can't remember what for. Well my dad says we never discuss my businesses, period. <laughs> They're trying to make the Bidens oh into the Corleones. Oh <laughs> we never discuss yeah. my never business. Ask me about yeah. my affairs. <laughs> or my cut. Or, or my what? Or my cut. 
So oh, I think right. a big Biden's part of this. Cut. Okay. So oh, right. if, okay. if you live okay. in that MAGA sphere, that Q, you know, if you listen to QAnon stuff, part Every of the day. thing is not just that Hunter Biden is kind of a low life, which I agree, he probably is. He's probably a huge embarrassment. Uh, you know, like every day, I imagine his dad wakes up dreading what he's going to read about Hunter. But <laughs> part of it goes into saying, oh, he did all this shady stuff, but his dad was the one pulling all the strings. And I don't, I, to my knowledge, they haven't produced any any evidence of that yet. But I guess this is a, you can do what you want to in a movie. Yeah. You know, you can make people say things that they may not have said or... Just my businesses, period. Or my cunt. What's happening in there? Joe's in on it. Right. So that's kind of the thing is you have to really invest oh, in the Gina. whole. It's not just about Hunter's laptop showing that he did drugs and hung out with hookers and snorted a ton of cocaine. <laughs> the whole thing with Hunter's yeah. laptop is that it's supposed to have evidence that his dad was getting kickbacks and things like that. Which, granted, if there's evidence of that, that would be a major thing. You should make that. You should bring that out into the light mm -hmm. if it's if it's what happened but sure what, yeah. I, they haven't done that yet there's mm -hmm. so much speculation about what's on hunter's laptop so like i think if it's just him being a low life and doing drugs and dating his uh, his deceased brother's widow did you hear about that part I like did the, not, there's no. plenty of this stuff nah, i'm not surprised by that i wouldn't put anything past hunter but you can't just say, oh, Joe Biden ha has one son who's kind of like the black sheep of the family. You've also got to tie it to Biden or else it's really not a, an issue. So Yeah. Well, Hunter's, to be fair, he probably is the black sheep. You don't think? Well, well a, line from, a line from Walk the Line, the Johnny Cash story, <laughs> keeps coming back to me. Okay. And it's something Johnny Cash's father says to him that I imagine Joe Biden thinks on a daily basis. The wrong son died. <laughs> I cannot laugh at that, Buzz. Oh I'm going to sit here and I'm going to look straight forward. I'm not going to laugh. Do you want to hear some of the... Uh, <laughs> they got a story in uh, the El Paso Times today. Nearly 9,000 personalized license plates denied. In the past oh year, God. in in Texas alone, nine thousand. Yep. Uh, they didn't accept mine. Yeah. Oh, K number one KLAQ. Oh, oh nice! Wow. Yeah. I can't believe they didn't accept. They that. were like, "Buzz already got that one." I we, guess we you can give you number two. <laughs> like, all right. I guess you can put emojis in your license plate now because no. one of them is the word. I don't know if you can see from in there, but it's gordita, but. The O is a heart. Oh, that's you can do. I think that's an option <gasps> on the license plate. Oh my god, right? I want that. One. You want Gordita? Well, you can't <laughs> have it. They turned it down. It was rejected. Oh, why? Well, it why? goes into all kinds of reasons, but that could get uh, vanity plate request denied. But let me give you a few of the ones that were denied, and then I'll give you the, their reasoning. Okay. 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 Sad boy. So there's one here. Joanna, can you see that one? Sad boy. Sad yeah. boy. They mm. said no to sad boy for some reason. All right. Whack. B Let the guy be Sam. All right. B Q Q B S. It looks like boobs, except instead of O's, they put Q's in there. Oh. They said you can't do that. <laughs> 
All right. right do, let's do this, Joanna. This is in like the numbers where it's 8008. Yeah. Five. Yep, yep. Here, do this, Joanna. Okay. Do, you have, do you have paper? Yeah. Write them down All right. as I'm as I'm telling you, and then look at it and tell me what it says. Okay. All right. All caps here. All right. O-L-D space A-F. Nice. <laughs> Old as F. They wouldn't let them have it. Oh, no. All right. Here's your next one. I-N space R-E-H-A-B. In rehab? Oh. <laughs> Why can't you get that one? Yeah, what's wrong with that? Did they give reasons? So yep. weird. Oh, they do I'll give get reasons. get to the reasons. Okay. Okay. They didn't give specific for each thing, but they do have mm-hmm. some guidelines, I guess, they're supposed to go by. TX space or hyphen. All right. C-H-I-C-K. Texas chick. Yeah, what's wrong with Texas oh, chick? Yeah, right? All right, tell me if you can get what... This one is. All right. L-E-T-Z-G-O-B. Let, let's, let's go B. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's go B. I was, I, was like, I thought it said let's gob. gob. Yeah, let's gob. And I was like, whoa. Let's go B. So I guess that's like a let's go Brandon thing. Oh, and they, okay. Clever. Oh, let's go Brandon. That's oh, right. Okay. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. P- Zero zero zero, P S. Poops. Poops. <laughs> <laughs> or poops. So they're giving some of the reasons your uh, personalized license plates could be denied in Texas. Uh, it's considered objectionable, misleading, or could be viewed as a indecent. That includes any reference to a sexual act, sexual body parts bodily fluids or functions. Also, they say if you send in like a six and a nine, they're probably just going to turn it down because (laughs) they're like, because we're all adults. Stop it. Because we were were all sixth grade boys at one time, so (laughs) everybody knows if you put 69 in there. (laughs) Nice. Nothing vulgar. You can't use a swear or curse word. I wonder if that's what they count for the let's go be I guess. Okay, I'm still waiting for the gordita. Yeah, yeah, what's wrong with the gordita? What's wrong with gordita? Maybe derogatory. They've got a heading of derogatory words that belittle, demean, or disparage any person, group, race, ethnicity, nationality, is gordita, sexual orientation. Is that offensive? Well, I think uh, gordita can be, uh, you know, a food item, but a gordita could also, you might refer to gal who's carrying a little extra <laughs> weight as a gordita, maybe. Oh, maybe that's... I, I, like, like I say, I, I don't I know. Like, I, I am a gordita. I mean, I just order them from Taco Bell. I don't understand. <laughs> All right, listen to this. I didn't know it was a slang. <laughs> Referring to race, ethnicity, or gender, or sexual orientation, whether the reference is derogatory or not. So, even if it's not derogatory, okay. you can't... Okay. An illegal... Right. If it uh, has anything to do with an illegal activity, including gangs... Violence, implied threats, uh, promoting drugs, or unlawful conduct. Which one would... Unlawful conduct. Uh, I guess the drugs in rehab, but they're getting help for that. So what are you (laughs) getting mad at them for? 
you can't have a license plate that makes a reference to an illegal drug or controlled substance or the psychological state produced by such substances. You couldn't get high AF, for instance, I guess okay, is what that means. Okay, then what's wrong with old AF? And I think oh, that the, the F. F stands for like oh. a bad word and they're not even going to let you do it. I see. Okay. Well, I guess uh, they, these all make sense then. Yeah, a representation or reference to law enforcement, military branches, or other governmental entities. This includes any reference or acronym for law enforcement, military branches, public or official governmental office, position, or status. Maybe that's where the uh, let's go be. Uh, you know, they don't want anything politically controversial to be mm-hmm. part of your mm-hmm. license plate, I guess. Or you could get you could get denied by having uh, a pattern set aside exclusively for use on military and other restricted use license plates, like DV for disabled veteran. Sounds like they have a lot of rules, but it also sounds like nine thousand were denied. They must have some people whose only job is to go through it and try and figure out. <laughs> First of all, what are they trying to say here? Like and is P- it allowable? Zero 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 P Z. Poops. Poops. Denied. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to get a vanity license plate? Um, Barbie always had one. <laughs> what did Barbie say? Bar like B R B, I. Mm. Barbie. Never. Don't- yeah, I never really had. Uh, I always thought it was kind of dorky. Yeah. Right. How do I make fun of people who do that, actually? Uh, so they've got uh, Frank Morales, who's a litigator in the Corpus Christi Public Defender's Office, Corpus Christi. He said that his design, Defend, D-E-F-E-N-D, was his first choice. Okay. He said that he had to make one payment of $500 to have the plates for 10 years. Wow. So he wanted his plate to say defend. And it sounds like they let him have it. They let him have that license plate. Yeah, Gordita with a heart with for a the heart emoji. Huh. Weird that they wouldn't allow that, right? Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> if you want to give us a call, here's the number. It is 915-910-4995. 910-4995. If you want to leave a message, a lot of people prefer to call and leave a message uh, that we'll listen to and possibly replay on the air. Use the neckline number. That's 844-805-NECK, 844-805-6325. And do go watch the trailer for My Son Hunter. <laughs> on, it's free on, on YouTube. you got to go check this thing out. <laughs> and we'll come back with more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show on the way right after this. To call the Buzz Adams This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo. Quarter of Dyer and Monroe, just moments away from Fort Bliss. Follow them on social media, or you can find them at PumpingInkTattoo.com. That's PumpingInkTattoo.com. Hey, I found some more of these uh, rejected license plates from 2021. <laughs> okay. 
I blew him up so Joanna can see him. We're getting Honestly. a lot of messages asking, like, how come Kramer was able to get Ass, ass Man? Because it was, it was a fictional TV show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kramer had That's Ass Man, answer. and there was a proctologist who wanted Ass Man, I think is the way the story went. <laughs> All right, what is this? This one was denied. Cute boy. Yeah, cute boy. This one's a little tougher. Dad bod. <laughs> D-A-D-D-A-W-D. Bod. Yeah. Okay. Stud muffin. <laughs> yeah, the next one's somehow stud muffin. God, people get really creative with how to, like, shorten them. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, as we, oh, before we go that. any further. <laughs> it took me a long time to get Lane Hog. Lane Hog. Oh. <laughs> this reminded me, there was a game show in the 80s that was... It couldn't have been on for more than one season, but it was called something like Bumper Stumpers. And the whole the whole game, you know, like a 30-minute game show, was they would show you a vanity license plate, and you had to figure out what it said. And to prove that I'm not making this up or had it in some kind of opium-induced nightmare, <laughs> I want to play the intro for you. Okay. This is the personalized license plate of a bathhouse attendant. If you can figure out that it says, I sponge you, then you're ready to play Bumper Stumpers. <laughs> and now we're driving forth on Bumper Stumpers, Al Dubois. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. His little, his little jump. <laughs> he floated under the stage. I remember seeing this on TV. Oh, my God. And I think I remember at the time saying... How long could this show last? Right. And how long did it last? You're I don't content. think very long. <laughs> All right, Joanna, can, can you get the next one? Yeah, the, I'm laughing at it. Yeah, this one? Captain Morgan. Yeah, CPT, MRGN, and I, I had already made up my mind that that was for corporate manager, but then I, <laughs> I looked at it closer and realized that that, that, that it's CPT. Mm-hmm. M-R-G-N. And I thought corporate manager. Nope. Captain Morgan. Captain Morgan. I wonder why that one was rejected. <laughs> Anything having to do with drugs or alcohol? I think I'm getting the feeling that the, if they have any question at all or if, it, if there's any inkling that somebody might be trying to put up anything about, they'll just throw it out. Yeah. Yeah. That dude. That dude. <laughs> Not this dude, that dude. Not hot. Not hot. Goober. A goober. They wouldn't let you put up goober. Okay, what is a goober? Mm, Beside like a, a delicious a peanut. peanut. Yeah. I goober peas. Oh, I was like, a, you're, you're like silly. You're goober. goober. Well, there was goober on the Andy Griffith show. He was Gomer's cousin. Wow, that played is by, a throw. Played by actor George right Lindsay. Back. Wow. Hey, oh, my gosh. Remember, because Gomer got a spinoff. That's why he left Mayberry to go join the Marine Corps. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And what got, was the spinoff And then called? Goober came. It was called Gomer Pyle USMC. I didn't see that. You've never seen Gomer Pyle? Mm -hmm. Yes, you have. Sure zam, <laughs> sure zam, sure zam. Oh, maybe I have. <laughs> right? That sounds yeah. familiar. Yeah. Well, no. golly. Remember <laughs> no. You don't remember? Do you remember Gomer from... Uh, the Andy, the Griffith, Andy Griffith show? show? Never watched the Andy Griffith show. And you show. never saw an episode of Gomer Pyle? Nope. Huh. All right, under Goober, what does it say? 
<laughs> Hot mess. Yeah, but one of the S's one is a five. One of the S's is a five. <laughs> Salty with two T's. They didn't oh, let I that one go why through. why it needs two T's. Is there a a limit or a, you have a to minimum? Have a, I don't know. I just take whatever plate they give me, man. Yeah. Just whatever number. Sometimes those numbers end up being six, nine, and you're like, ha, nice. You're the lucky one. Like you could randomly get six, nine? Yeah. Yeah. How about the one under salty with two T's? Oh. You, you, uh, oh, you annoy me. <laughs> That's funny. Crud. Was that you? Sorry, that was me. Oh. Sorry. No. <laughs> How about underneath that one? <laughs> Ew, people. <laughs> Honestly, I would get that. That's the first one Ew. that I would, I would get that one. E-W-W-P-P-L. Ew, Ew people. people. That's funny. Underneath that one? Mansplain. There you go. M-A-N-S-P-L-N. It's like, it kind of sounds like mansplain. I'm not 100% sure on this one, but I think um, I know what it is. Peasant. Oh, peasant. Like a peasant. I thought peasant. they were trying to get it to sound like pissant. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe. P e z z a n t. But I think no, it's I peasant. Think you're right. Peasant. Yeah, yeah no, you're right. Great, yeah. <laughs> this one is stolen with two s's. Stolen. So anything that connotes illegal activity, they say they're not going to allow that. All right. Girl boss. What's wrong girl with girl boss? boss? Yeah. G-R-L-B. I think that's zero. a zero. S-S. Yeah, what's wrong with girl boss? We're going down the list of uh, requested vanity plates that were denied uh, in 2021. And there were over 9,000 that they said, no, you can't. You can't have that. Kramer can have ass man on his license plate. <laughs> you can't have girl boss on yours. And coyotes. Coyotes. Yeah, what would you think? Why? Their, why do you think their reason for denying that one would be? Oh, maybe because... It refers to, like, smuggling yeah, people across the border? Perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. Maybe somebody's just a big fan of... Wiley. The, yeah, Wiley, the guy who was always chasing Roadrunner. Yeah. It's like, I want him to catch him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you did pretty good. Nice. I've got a couple of stories here. Uh, I know you're doing entertainment in a minute, and I respect that, but I'm going to just stick with the stories that you're not going <laughs> to okay. cover, okay? Right. Chris Rock has said that he turned down an offer to host the 2023 Academy Awards. I did see that, yeah. He said this to an audience in Phoenix on mm -hmm. Sunday, that the Academy offered him the hosting job for next year, but he said it would be like going back to the scene of a crime. He said it'd be like asking Nicole Brown Simpson to go back to the restaurant that she left her sunglasses at the night she was stabbed to death. Wow, that's, that's a, aggressive. That's a very elaborate description <laughs> right. right there. Chris also said he's refused an offer to do a Super Bowl commercial. All right. But didn't say for what company. I guess he just doesn't want to make his experience at the Oscars, you know, get slapped by Will Smith. It sounds like he doesn't want to really turn that into a joke. He doesn't want to capitalize on it either, it sounds like. Yeah. And I think when Will Smith put out a video statement a few, know, it's been two or three weeks now, I think he said in that, 
yeah, Chris isn't willing to, isn't ready to talk to me yet, or Chris, you know, yeah, just isn't is still processing things. I wonder if his Super Bowl commercial will include a big slap. Yeah, I'm trying. It's got to be. Uh... Oh well, if he hosted the Oscars, you got to think they would want to write the slap right. for laughs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for and sure. it doesn't sound like Chris Rock wants to do that. All right. Yeah, I may not even go back to a, an Academy Award if I'm Chris Rock. Yeah, dude, I wouldn't either. Yeah. And then they're going to be like, oh, but we've already banned Will Smith. Well, thanks. Damage already has been done. I mean, show up, sure, when he eventually gets nominated for the fourth Spiral from the Book of Saw movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's going to happen. That was a good movie. <laughs> was it? I liked it. Uh, during a recent club show or a series of club shows in London, Ricky Gervais. I'm a Ricky Gervais. I don't know about you, but I like Ricky Gervais. He has some really good shows. Did you ever see The Invention of Lying? I did, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one, right? That is a good one. We recommend that one to you. The okay. Invention of Lying with Ricky Gervais. <laughs> On my list. Well, anyway, Ricky Gervais banned the audience from having ice in their drinks because the clinking sound distracts him. Oh this gosh. actually, this sounds like something that Ricky Gervais would make fun of other celebrities for. Like Maybe he was doing it to be funny. <laughs> well, like, I mean, oh no, you can't have your icing or drinks, peasants. Well, let me read the story. Ricky Gervais did some shows at a theater in London recently, testing out new material for a tour. Patrons were banned from having ice in their drinks because the sound of it clinking distracts him. At one of the shows, he also roasted a guy who was having a snack at his seat. Okay. Didn't you have your dinner? This guy's having an effing picnic. <laughs> um, Ricky Gervais also made the headlines because of his beefed up security that he has at gigs, which I guess is understandable after Chris right. Rock and Dave Chappelle and let's throw Salman Rushdie in there mm-hmm. for that matter. But mm. come on. The, the Wait a minute. That tells me you're not getting laughs. If you can hear the ice clinking in people's drinks, you need to be getting <laughs> more laughs. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Also, if I'm buying a ticket uh, and I want to have a, a cocktail, I'm going to want ice in it. That's annoying. It better be cold. I'm not going back to that restaurant. They're not giving me ice. <laughs> that's <laughs> definitely that's a red flag. Add, add that to the list. <laughs> All right, this brings me to an article that you can read at KLAQ.com. I think I make, I'm thinking of making it a rule. If I go to a restaurant and they can't provide me with a menu, Mm -hmm. either paper or laminated or in a fancy leather binder, but a a physical menu, I think I may not go back to the restaurant anymore. Oh, snap. So I'm just putting it out there. Uh, If you've been to a sit down restaurant, you might have noticed they've got a QR code on the table. Sometimes yeah. it's actually embedded in the table. So I went to a place. Normally what happens is I tell them, I don't, oh, I don't have my phone with me. Can I get a regular menu? And they're happy to comply. Of course, I do have my phone with me. I just. You fib a little. I fib a little. Because you don't want to deal with the QR code. So we went into a place and they're like, nope, we don't have any. And I'm like, are you sure you don't have any menus? Nope, don't have any menus. So why, why am I uh, hesitant to use the QR code? Why? Well, for you? one thing, 
I don't I don't like the idea that a meal at a meal everybody starts by having their phones out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Once mm-hmm. you get your phone out, there's a good chance it's going to stay out. Mm-hmm. And I do sometimes leave my phone in the car if I'm going into lunch. It's like, look, I don't want alerts going off. Mm-hmm. And I can be away from my phone for for an hour to have lunch. Yeah. So that's one of my Same objections. Way. Second of all, nobody ever gave me the lesson on how this thing's supposed to work. Nobody ever <laughs> said, never. here's what you do. Yeah. They say, point your phone at it. So I point my phone at it, like in the wrong direction or whatever, and then what do I end up looking like? A freaking boomer. I know. I, there's, never, there's never been like a description of what a what a QR code does, is and how, you're, how you scan do it. Do you take a picture of it? Is there is there an app you run it through? What happens when you're supposed to do this thing? You just I don't know and I don't camera. want to learn. Yeah. Girl, don't, don't tell me. So you don't I'm actually. I get it. I'm not even going to tell you. You don't even take a picture? Uh, Do you I use think your camera? Most phones come equipped already with like the scanning ability. My phone, because I had an old phone for the longest time, couldn't do that. So I really couldn't check out a menu. I had to wait for a friend to show it to me. Uh, I think the thing that set me off the most was was their their reasoning for not having a physical menu, and I just felt like it was a straight up lie. The server said they didn't have menus because of COVID. But let me get this straight. So the server's not wearing a mask. The place is crowded by other customers not wearing a mask. Maybe the guys back in the kitchen who've been handling my food aren't wearing a mask. The server who brought it out to me, not wearing a mask. But you're worried about me getting COVID from the menu? From the menu? Wipe them down. Wipe them down. <laughs> <laughs> Laminate them and then just Clorox them. Mm-hmm. I'm not buying that there's any kind of COVID risk by having a physical menu. What I think is really going on is it it's a very minor cost-saving move. Mm-hmm. Because think about it. If you're a big chain and you change your menu items, I guess you got to print up a whole new menu layout and yeah, that's true. Get a manufacturer. It'd be a lot easier to change your digital code. But don't tell me it's because of COVID that you can't bring me an actual menu. Right. And I I do feel like that meme where it's got Homer Simpson's dad and he's yelling at a cloud in the meme. <laughs> 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 that's how that's how I feel. Old man yells at cloud. Uh, so anyway, yeah. If I'm in a place, look. If it's if it's a great place that I love. I'll probably keep going there. But if it's a place that I, you know. If it's a place mm. I love, I already know what I'm ordering. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's true, yeah. That is true. But if it's something I'm on the fence about, this might be enough. I'm just putting it out there. If you're a restaurant owner, you better save a couple menus. Mm -hmm. Because I may not go through this whole QR code rigmarole. Or I will. You know, I won't leave. but So I'll somehow get through it. But then I think I might deduct points. And if I deduct enough points, maybe I'm not going to go to your stupid menuless restaurant ever again. <laughs> All right, let's take a break and you can read that article at klaq.com. More of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is on the way right after this. KLAQ El Paso. We've got entertainment headlines with Joanna. But while I was over at our website, klaq.com, I got a couple other uh, articles that are up, brand new, that you could check out. Uh, Joanna's got a bunch of tweets from the yeah. opening day of minor football on Saturday. You can just kind of go down the day, everybody talking about how excited they are. 
talking about the rain, the talking about the great first half, and then talking about the terrible second half. <laughs> <laughs> and look, those Tacoma jokes will never not be funny. I don't. What? Why? Why? What you are don't the remember t- the whole incident with the Tacoma last year at one of the tailgates? What happened? Well, somebody was caught in the back of the oh, Tacoma. Oh, yeah. Doing it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, that's right. At but a tailgate? The, at a tailgate. Dude, you wrote you the article. You have the video? Did I? Oh, my God. Yes, you did. And it was last season? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Joanna, is this uh, El Paso and say September is the best to decorate for Halloween? Is yep. that yours? That's my house. Yes. Ooh, it looks good. It's a little orderly, don't you think? I That was not from this year yet. God. Wait, what? That's not from this year. That's last year. Oh, you reposted? Yeah. But well, you think no, this is actually a poll that I had on our Facebook page, and I asked people, hey, when is it appropriate to start decorating for Halloween? In my heart, you start whenever you want. Do you agree that September's a good time to go? I will say I kind of agree with September because you there's not really a lot of Halloween stuff in stores yet. What were the other options? August and October? Uh, any other? When When do you think? I think September 1st is when the big shh comes out. For Halloween? Yeah. For September Halloween, yeah. 1st? I already have a few. Well, listen, I, I scatter the fall decor first, and then Halloween goes mm. hardcore starting October It's 1st. still going to get up to 105 in September, I'm pretty sure. It's always going to oh, be like that. Know, it's dude. never going to be cold <laughs> in September. Honestly, I think whenever you want to, right? Whenever you want to. Nobody's going to tell me when to put my pumpkins out. (laughs) I'm going to do what I want with my pumpkins. Let us us know when you're putting them out. Let Vegas put pumpkins out. Uh, Veronica wrote a story about some billboards that are popping up in California, warning Californians not to move to Texas. Oh, (laughs) I saw those. Dang. so the billboards have don't mess with <laughs> oh Texas X'd out and replaced with don't move to Texas. That's hilarious. And this man, who is this who's the man in the dude? hood with the glasses? So scary Texas man. There's some speculation uh surrounding like what what's the purpose behind it? Why it, so it says the Texas miracle died in Uvalde, don't move to Texas. And there, here you go. Here's the reporter on the scene co- going down some of the suspects that might be behind this billboard. Take a look. This could be a gun control group. It could be a group of Texans that just don't like folks in California coming to their state. But mm-hmm. what? Yeah, maybe it's maybe a bunch of Texans said, let's just buy a billboard telling Californians to stay home because they don't. Reverse psychology. We know for sure is that right now it's a mystery. There are two on Coanga Boulevard West by the Barham exit near the 101 freeway. Coanga. A third facing the freeway itself, all with the same ominous message. The Texas miracle died in Uvalde. Don't move to Texas, complete with a sunglass-wearing man in a hoodie, a classroom reflected in the lenses, puzzling to those who see them. I think it just showed up. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know. Lights, yeah, I mean... Maybe to promote anti-gun violence. And there's more. Another showed up in San Francisco at Folsom and 7th. And who's behind them? No answer from Fox Point Media, a Chicago-based billboard leasing company. Texas Governor Greg Abbott, no comment. 
His office referred me to the Texas Department of Transportation. Their don't mess with Texas slogan was originally for a highway anti-littering campaign. I thought everybody knew that. And then I saw a billboard in town that said, don't mess with Texas means don't litter. Didn't every didn't everybody well, know that already? I guess every Texan knows that these guys are in California. They yeah, yeah, but the the billboard uh, that I saw was uh-huh. was in El Paso. Okay, well, because some people don't listen or understand <laughs> okay. and still throw their trash out. Don't mess with Texas. Okay, who's the guy in the hoodie supposed to be like a shooter? The school shooter, <gasps> right? So they've got a billboard telling people in California, "Don't move to Texas because we get school shootings like in Uvalde," but. That's intense, bro. Is it? Is it some? Are, are they Californians who don't want as many Californians to leave? Because people leave California. The oh, population, yeah. you know, there's always a shift away from California. I think for the past twenty years. Or is it a bunch of people in Texas who don't want Californians moving out to Texas? I mean, I know right where that is. I used to live right there. There's always they, there's always these billboards around that area that you know people with some extra money. Extra money. It might just be somebody that can't live every day thinking about not doing anything about the Uvalde shooting. So that's what they did, right? Uh, okay, I guess it could. I be. don't think it's that because I know there's a lot of like creative. Um, Company. I mean, it's, it, that's real. That's the heart of Hollywood. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's just one of the companies just kind of trying to do their part on going violent or something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's a, maybe you should put those on the wall. What's that? Don't mess with Texas on the border wall. Don't mess with Texas on the which border wall? To Mexico. Oh, okay. So no one will mess with come us. to Texas. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Joanna Barba, Hollywood News and Entertainment Notes for our Tuesday morning show. Joanna, what's happening? Manifest is taking off one last time. Season four of the mystery show will be split into two 10 episodes, episode parts, with part one premiering on Netflix November 4th. I can't believe that show's still on. Fourth season? Fourth, yeah. Wow. Netflix picked it up after NBC canceled it. And everyone was like oh, in a right. tizzy for it. So, right. the, so Netflix picked it up for another season. The it's kind of like a cross between Lost and I want to say Infinity Wars in that a bunch of people are on a flight. And when they land, they find out like five years have elapsed. And I don't know if they yeah. ever got to the bottom of what it was. Probably Bermuda Triangle or something. <laughs> we will find out, I guess. Okay. The announcement was made on August 28th at 8.28 a.m. in a nod to the series' pivotal flight 828 disappearance. Season 4 will pick up two years after the season 3 finale. Manifest returns on November 4th. The second episode of HBO's House of the Dragon featured some tense alliances in turmoil and ended with a new one potentially taking on a sinister threat. What's clear about the show and dragons is that it will involve a lot of water. That's good news for Steve Saint, the actor who plays the sea snake, Lord Corliss. Uh, Lord Corliss is one of the major characters in this. He's the dude with the with the amazing white dreadlocks. I don't know who that is, but I'm asking, is that how you say it, Corliss? Yeah. 
All right. And apparently mm. it's also bad news for Steve Toussaint, the actor who plays the sea snake and is having a bit of trouble keeping his stomach in check on the water. In an interview with the New York Times, the actor admitted that in recent months, he's had some trouble keeping his stomach in check the last few times that he's been on the water. And he said, quote, it's a weird thing. The last couple of times I've been on the boat, I've suddenly started getting seasick. I've never had it in my life, but just recently it started happening. Ugh. Well, here's my review oh. of uh, this week's Game of uh, Thrones. After two episodes. Meetings. Let's have some meetings. Let's have some more meetings in my chamber. Let's have a meeting at the garden. And how about another meeting of the King's Small Council? And throw it's in more some meeting. Sickness. No, they Are haven't they even showed. The they, no, 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 no. They haven't even shown him like out on the water. I need to call a meeting. Let's have another <laughs> boardroom meeting on House of Dragons. Just meetings. Even and then when they go outside, they're just meeting. It's like, hey, we're gonna have a meeting. We're gonna walk through this garden while we meet. Uh. I, it's. I, I don't know if anybody else agrees. The first two episodes of this House of Dragons has just been incredibly boring to me. I haven't oh. watched it yet. Boring, boring, boring. Is that even the theme song for House of the Dragons? Yeah. You know what? They went to just using the regular Game of Thrones theme song for the intro. The in intro is extremely lazy. It uses some of the similar... Oh, animation, okay. you know, that the Game of Thrones... Did you watch Game of Thrones? No. Okay, then you... Who am I explaining it to? It's the a people <laughs> out there yeah. who listen to or watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, I guess they're just using the same theme now. Oh, okay. It's a good theme. I like it a lot. I think the boring? intro this week was different. because, And it might have been because they thought, hey guys, we need to let people know. This They're watching totally it. This is a Game of Thrones. Thrones thing, so we're going to have a very, very similar uh, intro, but with the exact same music from Game of Thrones. Oof. I got to start watching Game of Thrones. Good luck, From Megan. the beginning. I watched the recaps, and those even those were like an hour long on YouTube. It is just, it's so hard for me <laughs> to sit down and watch. Megan uh, has children. Uh, you know, a, a, a TV show or a movie for more than... I think my max is like ni 19 minutes. Nice. Nobody's fought yet. The dragon hasn't <laughs> burned anybody up except like one one corpse. All right. You know, it's like, you know how they- Just one? Like a, like a funeral pyre. They had the dragons light one of that. Other than okay. that, you haven't seen the dragons fight. You haven't seen people fight. You know it's what only two episodes in, Buzz. You know what you've seen plenty of? Meetings. More <laughs> meetings. Let's have some meetings in the House of Dragons. <laughs> Netflix is being sued for defamation over the miniseries Inventing Anna. The plaintiff is Rachel Williams, a friend of con artist Anna Sorkin. Rachel was played on the show by Katie Lowe's, and she's not a fan of how she was portrayed. She says that basically everything about her on the show was made up, and she's not the greedy, snobbish, disloyal, dishonest, cowardly, manipulative, and opportunistic person they made her out to be. As far as Rachel's concerned, she says, quote, Netflix purposely 
basically used my real name and real aspects of my life to create a totally false and defamatory characterization of me. The truth matters and portraying real people requires real responsibility. For the record, the show never tried to hide the fact that it took dramatic liberties. It even carried a disclaimer that said, quote, this story is completely true, except for the parts that are totally made up. Right. <laughs> and finally, Natalie Portman's upcoming limited series, Lady in the Lake, was forced to halt production due to a group in Baltimore threatening the production. A group of locals confronted a driver for the production on Friday and said they would only allow filming to continue if they were paid $50,000 as first reported by the Baltimore Banner over the weekend. The driver, of course, refused to pay and the group threatened to come back later that evening to shoot someone if production continued. Wait, wait, wait a minute. These guys just rolled up and told them, you got to pay us $50,000. Mm-hmm. So it's like a protection racket or something? I guess. Okay. And so, of course, the driver was like, I'm not giving you $50,000. And they were like, well, we're going to come back later and shoot someone. So production was halted. Um, it could have been a false thing, but, you know. And where was this? In Afghanistan or Iraq or something? Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. Oh, my God. Afghanistan. Baltimore, Iraq? Baltimore, (laughs) United States of America. Thank you very much. Lady in the Lake is based on the best-selling novel of the same title by Laura Lipman. The story is set in Baltimore in the 1960s, where an unsolved murder pushes housewife and mother Maddie Schwartz, played by Portman, to reinvent herself as an investigative reporter. Okay. With your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. Let's take a break. We're going to come back here in just a few moments. Much more ahead as we continue on Tuesday with the Buzz Adams Morning Show right after this. Hey, this is Daniel Paulus. I'll be along starting at... Hardcore? Yeah. In reference to bands? Yes. Ice Nine Kills, mm-hmm. Black Veil Brides, and Motionless in White. Along with special guests Atreyu are playing at the El Paso County Coliseum October 31st. That's Halloween night, so make your plans to be there for the Trinity of Terror tour. Ice Nine Kills is, well, some would say they slap. They slap. That song has been on my mind. I don't know if it's American Psycho. The one that's based on American Psycho. The one that we watched yesterday in the music video, but I've been, I've listened to it a couple times. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I I liked it that much. Over at KLAQ.com, we have the story about we have the story of Trans-Siberian Orchestra releasing their Christmas concert dates. I can't see, uh, I don't see El Paso or Las Cruces. Oh, no. no. Or even Albuquerque. No. The closest, I, well, what, I guess Phoenix? Phoenix is closer than Dallas or Houston. So the closest that or they're going to come as of now is just, Phoenix a little closer than San Antonio, too. Mm. Phoenix, awesome. Arizona, December the 4th. Footprint Center is Phoenix closer than Austin? Yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah. Mm-hmm. by by over by like 150 miles closer. Okay. You ever looked where we are on a map? You but see all that? I'm ju- for the viewer, for the listeners. Oh, I, know, I, I see. know where we are. I'm okay, just, I'm saying, and I'm reading off the clock. <laughs> well, okay, two, Phoenix is what six hours, eight, six to eight it's hours. It's been a long time here? since I really. You don't even know? No, no, I do know. <laughs> So it's like, <laughs> You're yeah. going to judge me. No, it's like 400 miles, so it's going to be 
It's going to be seven hours, six or seven yeah. hours. I, I always hear people like, I'm be there in four hours. Right. Not if you're going 400 hours. miles no, an hour. Tucson is four hours. You can get Tucson in four hours. Um, so Phoenix on December 4th. Austin, December 7th. And then after Christmas, between Christmas and New Year, Dallas, December 28th, Houston, the 29th, and San Antonio, the 30th. Mm-hmm. But you can find the entire uh, schedule, find out what works for you. But it doesn't look like Trans-Siberian Orchestra is making their way to El Paso or Las Cruces this time around. A man in Ghana was mauled to death by a lion. Oh my God. But he was kind of asking for it because he had broken into a zoo to try and steal two rare white lion cubs. So they got the picture. Look at that. There's the picture of the two white lion cubs. Oh, my God. They're adorable. Man was mauled to death after he climbed into a zoo enclosure in the capital city of Accra in Ghana. The man described his middle age, died from his injuries, but he was trying to steal. Hey, man. You don't mess with mama bear, but you don't mess with a mama lion either. Yeah. I mean... <sighs> Police have opened an investigation mood, to establish the motive of the intruder. I'll tell you what the mm. motive was. You probably get a hold of these and sell them to somebody for $100,000. At least, I bet. Maybe even go for more than that. The mama lion, the daddy lion, and the two white lion cubs were in the enclosure when the incident happened. Didn't seem like you thought it out all that well. It's like, what were we just talking... Oh, Blackfish. We were just talking about that movie. The guy went into the... Oh, my God. Broke into the sea world. At and was night, swim- he wanted to swim naked. with the orca. Yeah. Well, he ended up being naked. I don't know if <laughs> orca stripped him down, but it's like, yeah, dude. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? I don't like that thing where somebody breaks into a zoo enclosure and they put the animal down. <sighs> Yeah. R.I.P. Harambe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? If somebody's making a jackass out of themselves and you're in the animals area, mm-hmm. don't kill the animal. That's where they live. Like the guy trying to burn the spider in his the spider's clear <laughs> right? home. Yeah. You were out in the wilderness, dude. What did you think spiders were doing out there? <laughs> Wait, what? What? Why did they kill Harambe? Like a kid was a, a kid? Accident. That one was an accident. But I've fell. seen videos. But, yeah. I've seen zoo videos him. before where like a gorilla comes over and protects a child. You ever seen those before? I've seen those. Why yeah. would they give Harambe at least a chance? They didn't give Harambe a chance at all. Well, what an injustice! Injustice. <laughs> and you know what? Life sure. has never been the same since Harambe was killed. That was, uh, I, you're right, Joanna. That was like a pivotal memory. <laughs> right. Everything started off, everything was off kilter ever since Harambe died. We entered a different alternate timeline. Imagine if Harambe had lived. Do you want, do you want, um, Buzz, do you want me to do the traffic alert? Oh, crud. I totally you know, forgot. I try and, I'm I try so and sorry. give Buzz these uh, secret <laughs> signals, you know? Uh-huh. And they usually work, but then once the break's no, over, no, he, he's my bad. Gen- genuinely no, I meant to forgot. do it before the break, but people want to know how the commute's going. So definitely, let's check El Paso traffic with Megan McCormick. I'm so sorry, Megan. It's okay, Buzz. You never need to apologize to me. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. There is a new closure if you are driving today. 
pay attention, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. An emergency guardrail guardrail repair, IH10 westbound Hawkins exit is a complete closure. Also, spur 601 eastbound airport exit 2. Right lanes are closed. I'll repeat that. IH10 westbound Hawkins exit complete closure until 4 p.m. Spur 601 eastbound airport exit two. Right lanes are closed. Again, that will be today an emergency guard roll guard rail repair. Wow! If you guys need a guard, party, if you need a party game, guardrail guard repair. repair. Guardrail repair. Guardrail repair. You know what word I can't say? What? Do you well, want to try, try and say it? I want yeah. you to try. Brewery. Brewery. I hate that word. Brewery. It's, it's two. It's two syllables, not three. Brewery. 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 What? No, it's not. Brewery. Look at how it's spelled. Brewery. Brewery. Well, it would be easier if I just said brewery. Brewery. Oh uh, yeah. I have to say it with like another th- like Dead Beach Brewery. Brewery. Dead Beach Brewery. See, I, okay. Like brewery. Old Sheepdog Brewery. Brewery. Old brewery. Sheepdog Brewery. Brewery. Anyway, the idiot that came up with the word brewery. brewery. Anyway, um, I don't know. Brew. <laughs> a guy named little brew. little brew over there living in the re. Uh, anyways, <laughs> nine a.m. to four p.m. I ten. I H ten westbound Hawkins and Spur six away eastbound Airport exit two are closed until four p.m. That is your traffic alert for today. Warning. 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 This is an official P.S. Alert. P.S. Alert. You are hearing the very first pumpkin spice reference of the year. Repeat, this is the first pumpkin spice reference. More are sure to follow. You may now continue with your summer activities. P.S. Alert. The pumpkin spice latte returns today to Starbucks. Mm. It's going to cost It's going to cost more this year. Ooh. Well... Yeah, but everything costs more. Yeah, everything does. Those basic, the basic girls coming out from their caves, putting on their hats and their socks and their boots <laughs> and their plaids. And their... Wait, wait, wait. It's Han Solo season, how I like to call it. <laughs> Every girl dresses like Han Solo. They say that across the country, on average, the spice pumpkin, the pumpkin spice latte grande is going to cost about 20 cents more. 20 cents on, my ass. That was a whole full dollar, what yeah. you said. Between uh, prices are going to range between five fifty four and five ninety five, depending on where in the country you are. So that's weird. So does Starbucks just at its discretion decide that uh, grande drink in some states are more than others? There might. What's the discretion? God, on that? there might be some extra state or local taxes that gets tacked on. You know, I don't know why okay. why why the co- cost would be different. Well, keep keep an eye out today. Is it five forty five or five ninety five? If you Is if you get a grande, I'm interested. That's about a four oh. percent increase from last year, though. Okay. Do you want to hear about a new drink they've got? Let's do it. Let's hear about it. Starbucks has added something new to their fall menu. It's the Apple Crisp Oatmeal Macchiato. It's supposed to taste like apple pie. Um, They also brought back their pumpkin cream cold brew for their fourth year and the pumpkin scone and pumpkin cream cheese muffins. (gasps) It's on the menu. It looks good. Okay, so interesting. So it's five seventy five for a pumpkin spice latte. So it's in the, in the middle part of the like, range. Yeah, middle yeah. middle to upper. Yeah, middle right, middle to upper. 
And no. you can get the cold. Oh, okay, so the cold brew is. You, I think you said earlier, you really like the. Pumpkin I like spice the pumpkin cold cream cold brew. Yeah, it's pretty but, good. Joanna, so did you find out in your research? Do they use any th- part of the pumpkin in it's a pumpkin a, spice latte? A blend of squashes. <laughs> is what we're all drinking, y'all. Okay, <laughs> letting you know. But the thing that makes it. That makes the entire drink are the spices that is added to it. Okay, so the spot. The, Let me get it back up. It definitely has spices. It's got squashes, but does it have any pumpkin? A little percentage of pumpkin. A little tiny bit of, of pumpkin. Okay. Well, you can start ordering today, and uh, here's how your order would go if you ordered all of the ingredients. Can I take your order? Yeah, uh, I'd like 50 grams of sugar, 14 grams of fat, 50 grams of carbs, mm-hmm. some caffeine, um, mm-hmm. salt, diglycerides, and a little pumpkin puree, please. One pumpkin latte, please pull forward. Yum. I agree. If, uh, if Starbucks can sell pumpkin spice lattes, Joanna, you can put your Halloween decorations up. Hell yeah. You shouldn't even hesitate. All right, let's take a break. We got one more segment of today's show, and we'll have that coming up right after this. Do not readjust. Coming back, five, four, three, two. We have a few minutes to uh, put the finishing touches on today's show. And I'm going to hit you with uh, with a headline. And tell me if you have ever heard of this, this guy before, okay? All right. Man of the Hole dies in Brazilian Amazon. Do you know who the Man of the Hole is? Is this the one they say was... Uh, like the last of his tribe. Yes, you're on the right track. And lived in this isolated part, never... Uncontacted right. indigenous tribe. And the last tribe... The, the last tribe member other than, the, than him died in 1995, making him the last of his... So, I guess in some pockets around the world, there are still some uncontacted indigenous peoples the lucky ones (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and this this man was has been known to the authorities there uh, for a few decades he got his nickname the man of the hole nobody knows his real name right for his apparent habit of digging deep holes he was believed to have been around 90, and they say it's natural causes. Prior to his death, 60. the man of the hole... I think 60, not 90, right? 60? 60, right? Did I say 90? Yeah. I swear I have dyslexia where I get numbers upside <laughs> down. Nobody else has that kind of dyslexia. Like, I see a That's 60, right. and sometimes I think I see a 90. It's, it's a totally normal mistake to make, I think. Prior to his death, the man of the hole was believed to have lived entirely in isolation for 26 years. Most of his tribe was wiped out in the 1970s as ranchers looked for more land. In 1995, he became the only 
remaining member of the tribe when the six other members were killed by illegal miners. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a lot of natural resources down there and mm-hmm. people want to clear-cut trees to do farming or right. whatever and sometimes they come up against these people and they i guess sounds like they wiped them out that's how that movie green inferno happened oh my god green inferno is a, is insane right yeah because this group the social justice group wanted to have them <laughs> stop uh cutting down trees in the amazon right they then- encountered this tribe this cannibalistic cannibals. tribe <laughs> Fern Gully, too. Uh, oh. <laughs> Fern Gully fans out there. I mean, it's the plot of Avatar, basically, too. It was one of the first movies I cried. Fern Gully. The Fern reason Gully. he remained un- uncontacted, uh, according to a journalist, he didn't trust anyone because he had many traumatizing experiences with non-indigenous people. You know. Totally. Like uh, the farmer. You know, the people that would kill his... The other members totally of his tribe. Totally believable, yep. It says here that they would occasionally leave out, they'd replenish his supplies or they'd leave out boxes of supplies in the hopes that he'd be able to put them to use. And... Uh, and did he use them? I don't know. He had a hammock, so I don't know if he made the hammock or if that He's was all, one of the things he got. He was found dead in, in his hammock. Aww. So I guess there's like one island uh, kind of around New Guinea called North Sentinel Island and the natives there are so hostile that they are virtually uncontacted nobody's sat down in fact did you remember a few years ago somebody got a, somebody hired a, f- a fishing boat <gasps> to oh, take him to the right. island illegally because mm-hmm. he wanted to share Jesus with him they and they, they killed him yep well, and nobody went and said, "Well, we got to charge you with murder." No. It's like they're like, they were like yeah, that's it's their island. It's out of our jurisdiction, right? It's, they're not under our jurisdiction. <laughs> they didn't charge anybody with the, with murdering this missionary. No, but it was a cautionary tale. <laughs> <laughs> Leave people alone if they're throwing yeah. spears at you. Leave them alone. But isn't that crazy? I mean, as crowded as the world seems, that there could still be people out there who've Never seen a car. That is crazy. They've probably seen airplanes. You know, right, like, like most of them have probably seen airplanes. Helicopters. They probably think it's a big iron bird. Anheuser Busch is the target of a class action lawsuit, and if you are willing to admit that you bought an Anheuser Busch Limerita, thinking that it had tequila, oh my God, you might be entitled to money. But you might not have been from Texas. <laughs> again, you would have to admit. Oh, I thought a Limerita would have tequila in it. Uh, they've been selling Limeritas for ten years now, along with other flavored Ritas. The problem with being first is they might not have considered that consumers would assume it's an actual cocktail with tequila in it rather than just being flavored beer, which it is, or a malt drink. Uh, and Isaac Bush just agreed to settle a class action lawsuit for false advertising <laughs> oh because God. people thought they say they bought the 
limeritas thinking it contained tequila. It was in the, it's in a can. What do you expect? Right. The products are called Ritas. And on the can, it even says sparkling margarita. And the people who uh, filed the lawsuit said the packaging doesn't say anywhere that it doesn't have tequila. Come on. It doesn't say like, oh, this is a wine cocktail or a malt beverage. That kind of tells you, you know, there's no tequila in this. You know what's even more leading, misleading? I think the Jack and Coke, like the pre-mixed Jack and Cokes they have at Albertsons or uh-huh. Walmart, I don't think those have Jack in them. No, they don't. And they and, and it's made, everything about that's made to make you think that, oh, I'm getting a Jack and Coke. Mm-hmm. But there's no there's no whiskey no, I in don't that think thing. Whiskey. That seems a lot more misleading than the Limeritas does. You should file a lawsuit. File a lawsuit with that one. Well, I've never bought that stuff because it looked nasty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as part of the settlement, you can go to ritasettlement.com. That's ritasettlement.com. You can apply for a partial refund of any Ritas you might have purchased <laughs> from wow. Anheuser-Busch. If you still have your receipt, you can claim up to $21.25 per household. Oh, okay, I see. Wow. So, if you're a regular person, you get $20. The lawyers probably keep $20 million. <laughs> Right? That's usually the but way But you it got works. your 20 and you stuck it to the man. God, it would not be worth $20 to admit, but oh, I, I thought, thought there was tequila in this. Over here in Albertsons, where they don't sell any other spirits or alcohol. I guess in other places. Yeah, they do, in other states. To be fair, they sell liquor they s- in grocery stores okay, 24 sure. hours a day. Okay, but I better not see any Texans on that list of people who are demanding <laughs> their money back. What are you saying? Don't any, embarrass us. Any, Don't sex, embarrass any Texan Don't should know? Us. We should know better. There's no liquor in those things that they sell at the grocery store or at the convenience stores. I, You know, when the pandemic started, I started seeing like uh, Albertsons would have one bottle of vodka. It's or, not or, or, real vodka. It's like a wine-based and they, vodka. And the same thing with the tequila? Yep. Because I see those, too. They have, like, a, um, an imitation fireball. And they're in the wine section. They are. Because they are a see? wine cocktail. Right. Okay. I thought but, they had just started carrying it because of the pandemic. It's like, well, we have to be able to provide booze for all the alkies out there. Because- all the alkies that are at home <laughs> <laughs> can't go to the bars. But if you feel like you've been misled by Anheuser-Busch. You've been Bush, astray by Limeritas. If you've been led astray, you thought you were drinking tequila. You know what? Tell them, all right, now i got a big gut. I thought I was just drinking tequila, and I noticed I wasn't getting drunk, so I just kept drinking more and more, and now I'm overweight. Have you or someone you party with had a Limerita canned beverage in the past few years? You may be eligible for compensation. Contact us. The Law Offices of Alcoholics Unanimous. We could help you get your fair share of a class action lawsuit. Or just settle out of court for some free beer. Your call. Because nobody should be denied tequila when they buy a can filled with imitation fruit and high fructose corn syrup. Call now. Until then, party on. Tequila! We're going to wrap up. Two for Tuesday gets underway. Throughout the day, you're going to find scattered frequently some double shots. So get ready for KLAQ's two for Tuesday. 
And a reminder that there are several places around town you can sign up to win a flyaway trip to see a Dallas Cowboys home game. It's the Cowboys Touchdown Flyaways, powered by Miller Lite. Arrangements by 915 Tours. We're giving away trips to every Cowboys home game during the regular season, so that's nine in total. You must be 21 or older and a Texas resident to enter. But for you and a guest, you get round-trip airfare for both of you. Hotel, two tickets to the game, even a Cowboys meet-and-greet and a tailgate party. Here are just a few of the places that you can register. Yes, we do. Family Hair Salon. They've got two locations. And the first one location is on North Wrestler. The other is on Edgemere Boulevard. Sign up at either one of those. Also, Upper Valley Urgent Care at 121 East Red Road and Border City Alehouse, 1506 North Lee Trevino. Sign up. We could draw your name. And you could be going off with a guest to see the Cowboys in style. Powered by Miller Lite. Special arrangements by 915 Tours. You can get all the details and rules and all the other locations you can sign up. That's all available for you at KLAQ.com. Nico's absent today. That probably means no after buzz for today. But... Do you want to do an after buzz? Do you know how to do it? We could do it, yeah. You know how to do the part after the... I know how to record it. Yeah. And you know the rest of it? Yep. Okay. Will you host the after buzz? Sure. Okay. All right. There you go. Joanna's stepping up. We are going to do an after (laughs) buzz, even though Nico's not here today. And don't forget, Buzz Adams on Demand is going to be available shortly after the show's over. You can listen to highlights. Pick which ones you listen to. KLAQ... Is that KLAQ.com? Yes. <laughs> yes. The Buzz on Demand yes. is on KLAQ.com. It is. is it on the mobile app? It is. Oh, okay. Is it anywhere else? Everywhere you get your podcast. Everywhere you get your podcast. Thank you. All right. Have a great Tuesday, everybody. We will talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. So long. That's it for the Buzz Adams Morning Show.